Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Geek Shock, number 174. I am Master Torgo, and as you notice, I am alone. Um, so, you, something must have gone wrong, right? Well, uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, this is the longest episode of Geek Shock that we have ever recorded, uh, clocking in just under two hours and ten minutes long. Um, so long, in fact, that it was only toward the end of the show I would realize we were quickly running out of hard drive space on the recorder that I use. Well, I pretty much figured that out right when we ran out of time. So the show ends abruptly. But again, it is the biggest, longest, fullest show we have done to date. And I'm taking steps to ensure that something like this does not happen again. But, uh... So I hope you enjoy it. It's a fun show, crazy show. If you're enjoying the topic that we talk about at the end when it does abruptly cut off, uh, don't worry. I am sure it is a subject that we will talk about again in the future. But before we begin the show, I just want to remind everybody that Adam's movie that is uh, Captain Luddite to you, uh, his movie Wins a Lot is premiering at the Palms Hotel and Casino at the Brendan Theaters uh, this next Wednesday, that's the 30th, at 2 o'clock. Uh, you are all welcome to attend. A $5 donation is uh, requested. And uh, I hope to see you there. In fact, if you do come, uh, come up and introduce yourselves to us. We, we want to meet you. So, uh, But until then, I am Master Torgo, and we are about to begin this long, involved, crazy, and abruptly ending episode of Geek Shock. They don't they fucking on? like it. That's for goddamn sure. Would you? I don't like anything, so... Yeah, exactly my point. I, I thought you liked wearing... They don't kowtow to slaves of the He's man. married. Of course you're, he likes the leash. You're a horribly... Wah, wah. Hateful man. That, that, <laughs> God damn, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you keep forgetting, though. I hope the rest of the night. I hope all night you're just like, yeah, that's... Well, how's your bubble berry? damn, again. Wow. <laughs> all I'm saying is with the sweet... Woo! Well, you, you yeah, like a yeah. whole thing of freaking lifesavers before you drank it. Are you saying it's too sweet for the sour? With this, if you have, I had a lifesaver in my mouth. Yeah. And then following this oh. up. So it, it was like a it's, super sweet and sour. Let me see. It's not. Sour. It's not. It's all. Oh, oh, oh God. God. This is Come terrible. This you is, do you have like the plague or you anything? You have to have. No, I'm, this I'm totally is a terrible. You have to have a, this so needs to be well, a what's going in my mouth moment. I think it is an impromptu what's going on in my mouth moment. No, let him let him try the drink first. No combination. Have a Apparently, I need to do it right. Just do uh, it. Yes, just yes. Fucking so do I it. I am taking the lightsaber. Lightsaber. Yeah. The lightsaber. Eat, eat. Chew on the lightsaber a little bit. Get the lightsaber going. Get it chewed <laughs> up a little bit. Chewing it up, and then I'm gonna follow it with. It's. I don't, uh, what rot, is it? I guess it's alcohol. It tastes like alcohol, which is what I hate. Super oh, sour yeah, energy drink. It tastes alcoholic, kinda. It's. I don't know. It's fuck. I, it's so bad. I guess it tastes like a raunchy beer. It does have a beer flavor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Now, now it's in a, like, it tastes really like really weird. It tastes like a really gross beer. See, I'd so probably, I'd probably so really kids, like if you want to know what beer tastes like, <laughs> go get yourself some gummy, gummy candies, gummy lifesavers, and have a rock star super berry energy sour 
whatever. Bubble bear. Doesn't matter which flavor you do. No, just it. start chewing a bunch. You gotta of gotta break out some stuff. glasses. I want to do that. This. Yeah, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. It tastes like fucking beer. It tastes like fucking beer. Do you guys watch Portlandia? You know what? No. I like that show. It's not bad. Well, they just and then it gets me, and I'm like, oh, I, shut it up. Comes and goes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they had an opening bit this week where there was a girl at a bar being all like, oh yeah. So I've been reading a lot, and I just find myself not doing the things. I'm really. I think I'm really just a nerd. I think I'm just a nerd. And she's like this super cute girl that's clearly not a nerd. Uh-huh. And then this guy that's seated, seated behind her is like this big like. 270 pound guy just with a scraggly beard and a big floppy hat with goggles on the top of it just gets up and looks at the camera and he goes hi i'm a nerd and what i want you all to know is that being a nerd is not something you're proud of you're a nerd and in fact you don't really like being called a nerd but you know you are one because that's your life and he goes on about like what it is to really be a nerd and don't call yourself a nerd if you're not a nerd because it's rude and it's you know and it's like this whole thing and he goes off in this whole thing of like <laughs> what did I tell you holy shit is that fucked up it really it does it tastes like a terrible beer it, it, it kind of does this yeah. is this is crazy <laughs> that is that is bizarre it is it is nutty but not the, the process nutty. of fermentation no it's happens instantaneously yeah, thank you <laughs> ah, yeah weird <laughs> Welcome, folks. This is Geek yeah, Shark is number 174. I am Master Torgo. Wow. The famous mad scientist, Paul. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Commander K. Uh, Commander uh, Captain Luddite. Yeah. I'm drunk on the uh, Neurobliss, whatever the hell <laughs> it's called. No, 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 no. Gummy no, no, no. Bear whatever Don't disparage the name of the Neurobliss. <laughs> this is One all the fault <laughs> of some offshoot Rockstar <laughs> property. One sip of Rockstar. Fucking drunk with power. Super sour in, ca- in case you didn't Herbal get it all together, the combination that we are using is Gummy Lifesavers. Mm-hmm. With Rockstar Super Sour Energy Drink, Bubbleberry is the flavor. Uh, chew the gummy and there's well, s- and then drink it, and then there is a weird beer flavor. There's like a strange alcohol flavor. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, I don't know if I call it beer as much as almost like a. It, it does taste like, like the a, like like the be- like a like a. Like a flat American lager. Yeah. Beer. No, I'd say yeah. there's a there's a yeast a little yeastiness to it. And that's what she said. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's Whoa. that's um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, unusual. I'm, that's I'm, unexpected. Isn't that strange? <laughs> I cleansed my unclear. palate and then tried just the energy drink by itself. The energy drink by itself almost has a slightly beer like flavor to it. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely magnified by the by the uh, the, the gummy, gummy uh, oh, the, the gummy lifesavers. Oh, there. the places you will go. All right, that's right. But yeah, uh, if you can, this last week's Portlandia, the opening bit, might be worth checking out. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere by now. Um, I, like I think it's on demand as well. too. They yeah. did a really great Battlestar Galactica piece that made oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm a Battlestar fan, that was funny. But it was a funny little bit about being a nerd and. All these people who think they're a nerd now because yeah, they've watched the look. That was like the other one. He's like, he's like, I wear these glasses because I have to, you know. And he was like, "You're not a nerd just because you saw all the Lord of the Ring movies. That doesn't make you a nerd, you know." He's like going off on all these things. No, yeah, we could be on your way. There, there, there. There's often a discussion of that. There's a one uh, blogger, um, an editor, editor of Hikasoro Books, which is actually a book that uh, imprint that brings in. Japanese. Those are extinct, right? What? The hawker source? Or was that, <laughs> oh, was Jesus that a Christ. Christ. They bring in Japanese horror <laughs> and science fiction okay. books and translate them into English and market them here. And his name is Nick Mamatas, and he's uh, 
actually kind of a progressive leftist. And he constantly... He's a horror writer, too, I believe, right? Yes, yes. Novelist. Yeah, he uh, did um, a Cthulhu Jack Kerouac type novel. Really? Yes. Montas is a good writer. He's very creative. He's also extremely left. And he actually frequently on his blog will rant about, you know, people attacking... Well, first of all, he rants about geek culture. You're not a culture. There is no culture. Stop it. And then he rants oh, about people attacking. There he talks about people attacking, you know, poser nerds, fake geeks, and stuff like that. Because there was one now, there was comic a- artist or writer or somebody who actually launched a tirade a, uh, a month or two ago. Yeah, and Mamatasa yeah. responded to that with like, mm-hmm. "Oh, for God's sake, yeah, get over your bad self." Mm-hmm. No, when I say leftist, I mean he's a progressive leftist. So for yeah. him. Saying there's a geek culture demeans culture, and talking about especially about being an itself. oppressed jerk sure. yeah. is like you're demeaning race people who've gone through racism. You're demeaning yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people who experience yeah. sexism, stuff like well, that. Well, what so. is culture? Like, it's not. Really well, but there we yeah. go. But yeah. <laughs> go, Jeff. Go. I was gonna question. say, I don't consider that that demeaning. I mean, I don't know if anybody else's experience was like this growing up, but growing up. As a geek, I was frequently tormented, and and not probably more just, than anybody in this room. Not just <laughs> probably still to this day, <laughs> and and not just like the it's mental bashing. Coming. I took physical beatings yeah, for you know wearing a sticker on my trapper keeper or or you know wearing a, a geeky t shirt and so forth. So I mean, you know, you are experiencing. I mean, obviously not as much as right. you know, right. I understand. Other, I understand but, what you're saying. But we but suffered a lot. I understand what you're saying. Well, but when we were when we were young, just suffering or not suffering or common likes. Yeah. Well, likes I think the thing that he's concerned yeah. about and what is happening right now is that there's the backlash yes. of people like yourself and and others that that have gone through it, been through the fires, st- stood by what they yeah. considered, you know, right. and 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 then have turned we've around gone and mainstream gone, and have got, and ta- turned around and gone this other stuff is bullshit this mainstream stuff is bullshit you're not real geeks you're not you know and it's like well then you're becoming what you were exactly you were and, by. and the other thing star is, wars sure let, was mainstream let's open yes, it up indeed. let's let's open it, well, it up it became why in the it world is mainstream why in the it world are you going it to was get then. hot chicks shit for going to the local con and cosplaying Especially when their preferred costume is Slave Leia. Yeah, I don't. Why are you going to give them shit and be upset about that? I really, the latest Penny Arcade comic is all about it too. Yeah, so it's not that same thing. No, you're right. That's uh, that's well, great, but, but it's yes. also and, and this and cosplay is a form of geekdom. It's yeah. also part of that thing of like like we were saying before. Part of it is like you feel like you're the only one who knows about it. So the more you like, you feel like yeah, you're yeah. ruining my thing that's special sure. because only I know about it. That is true. A lot of people yeah. do feel that way. When yeah. everyone knows a secret handshake, it's not a secret handshake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with so. the cosplayers, though, one of the things I have been very impressed with um, in recent years, having done the Comic-Con as press for so many years, is that a lot of times you've got these really attractive girls dressed up in these really amazing costumes. But it's not just like, oh, I don't know this whether this is. I just thought it looked cool. They actually know a lot about the character. They at least like the character, are, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, several of them are like, oh, well, this character's always been my favorite. I enjoyed them in blah, blah, blah. And 
I'm sorry, Going, Jeff. It's another fucking Paul face. <laughs> Paul's hitting home run. Always with ruin it tonight. for me, Paul. <laughs> Hey, what's, what what's with the gummy bears? What's your issue? Know. And then, of course, you've got those great con pictures of like Chun Li making out with Storm. So, well, that's yeah. always cool. Big pluses. <laughs> it's always a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's it is an interesting thing that yes, nerd nerds or geekdom has become more acceptable. Acceptable, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's starting to be cool to be a geek. Geek is and, chic and, and all that. So that makes some people who went through a difficult childhood being a geek they feel they're being belittles what they went through but but it uh, doesn't really no and in the end it's just the expansion of more interesting culture and yay for diversity but at the same time i'm never going to watch a single episode of the new tv show king of the nerds you know what? I wanted to bring that up. So oh my! Stupid. Well, Tor- you know Torgo, what? Please. I don't know. I don't know because uh, <laughs> did, did you watch on, it on the penny I ar- I... on the penny arcade front? Uh, apparently, I've been reading the tweets from uh, Mike, and he loves it. Gabe, I, Gabe, I, Gabe, but I never Gabe watched Silver America's Purple. Next Top Model either. I recorded it. <laughs> yeah, and I watched it with the advertising leading up to it. Expecting ba- to hate it. I was watching it for something for the things we're starting to do with Jelly. Yeah, background, too. background, because I actually, okay. Oh, okay. I'm not it, on the bus here. It's just kind of a new reality show. Uh, the, the whole thing is a contest to see who is the greatest nerd. King of the nerds. What's your nerd cred? Jeez, but, but apparently... All right. Who's the nerdiest of the I w- By the end of the first episode, I was completely won over. Uh, the people that they have is a great cross-section of nerddom yeah. from the uh, young MIT folks to the guys like us that run uh, geek blogs or web shows. They have an actual rocket scientist on there, this young 20-something girl that uh, is uh, employed by NASA and works on propulsion systems or and something like I that. I fully expected this show to be... Look at the fun, funny geeks and yeah, look the, how dumb they are. Yeah, haha. Look at how stupid they are. It was surprisingly endearing. Good. Well, that's good. And and that nicely be. respectful that in some be. ways. That and, and what, at one point I thought it was going to go to hell, and I was like, "This is this is where it obviously is going to fall apart." Did a complete switcheroo on me, and I was nice. one of them. So it's no catfish then. It's no catfish. Fuck catfish. <laughs> How funny that we talked about. Yes. Well, you guys weren't, uh, sorry, podcaster listeners, dear listeners. You haven't yet seen the videos we've done. We've done some new jelly videos where we review some things. We watched this catfish show. Some of you may know about this phenomenon of being lured in by a false person online via Facebook or one of these other People social know media about sites. It now. And they, they call it catfish. Yeah, and that's the thing. Reason. And the, the very next day or the day after yeah. we, had, we had seen this and talked about it here uh the whole thing with what's the guy's Man, name you'll know Manti Teo yeah Man-tai-tio. um yeah crazy blows up that he's got a fake girlfriend that died of cancer and all this crazy shit and did he end up getting the Heisman no he came in second in the balloting okay, okay. and part of the controversy is apparently when uh, he talked about her dying and everything the balloting was already done uh. so it's actually really difficult to l- People are struggling. There are some people who are fucking struggling. They want to lay it all on him. And like, oh, what a manipulative. But actually, if he was, he was pretty good in selling the story. But a lot of his timing was off. Yeah. Because like the the whole heart stringy thing about her dying was too late for the ballot. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he didn't know. But I mean, I believe I believe that that he he got lured in and probably told a few stories to because he was embarrassed by the online angle. Mm -hmm. And. 
then it just got out of control, and then Deadspin got a hold of it, and that was that. Well, we saw uh, on the episode of <laughs> Catfish that we watched that yeah. uh, this dear, sweet, innocent on uh, MTV. country vampire <laughs> just couldn't couldn't <laughs> Don't give it away out. the whole... Uh, <laughs> Your whole bit, but yeah, bless, that bless his heart. Oh, yeah, that was uh, he, wow. Yeah, a young young boy in the middle of uh, America in the farmland. Was, Nosferatu was uh, <laughs> Nosferatu. online dating a basically a model and Miss uh, Oregon, I think. Yeah, she was a like Miss that. Teen something. Yeah, Miss yep. Teen America or Miss Teen. She might she have was, actually won Miss Teen. And America she had a baby. Yeah, and it was like, and they were having thing. phone conversations. I mean, it was pretty elaborate. And very elaborate, yeah, actually. She so had people covering for her. Yeah, pretty, the person, the fake person who made this thing. Yeah. So, well, it, it's interesting enough. Like right after that, the the story came out uh, about the the Notre Dame guy, uh, or not Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. 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 Notre Dame. Okay. Notre Dame. I, yeah. Not reason. Notre Dame. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, apparently, you, that guy had trouble with women too. Though. <laughs> apparently, yeah, really. there is a Talk company. Talking <laughs> There's a company that you can pay that provides you a fake Facebook girlfriend. Like you pay this company, and they they have like profiles of like real people with pictures and everything, and they provide a fake relationship for you so that you can tell your friends, "Hey, I'm in a relationship. This is my girl." Like, well, we've never seen her. Like, well, you know, here's her Facebook page, mm-hmm. and this company like will back backstop like the entire. Um, Boy, story of your relationship. Online beards, baby. If you I'm were, just, if you I was, were <laughs> embarrassed at paying for sex, how embarrassed are you for paying for your fake, non-existent I was, girlfriend? I was you know shocked. I was like, wow, there's somebody that's actually out there making money. There's doing a business this. for that. Well, it, it's gross, but there's a lot of prospective employers that do a web search and a heavy, yeah. uh, you know, online media and social networking site search when they are considering an employee. That's and for true. some people, having a significant other and being in a relationship says a lot that is and, true and, and you know it could it could really mean the difference between a position is you know as fucked up as that is uh you know if you're a single person as opposed to uh, someone who's in a, a long-term relationship it's just like finishing college for some people it means a lot to some people some people yeah. like myself could give a fuck <laughs> please hire wow. me <laughs> <laughs> any other geeky things you want to get off your chest gentlemen I started watching Everything or Nothing. That's a show? Yes, it's actually a documentary on the making of the James Bond movies. Oh, fun. And it's uh, interesting. It just appeared on Netflix. So I got through half of it. And uh, it's actually kind of thorough. They talk a little bit about Ian Fleming. And uh, they actually interview friends and family and stuff. And then they talk about how Broccoli and Saltzman got involved in the making of the movies. I left off right at the poignant, rather poignant port where George Lazenby is interviewed, and he's talking about he basically blew it, and he's admitting that he got a little egotistical, and he kind of let things run away and alienated the producers, and then when the movie didn't well, they just totally abandoned him, and uh, he he actually, it was, it was almost soul-searing. He actually commented, yeah, I remember I was at a party in Monaco, and... Roman Polanski introduced me as George Lazenby, the redundant actor. Wow. Wow. I had to look up redundant, of course, <laughs> but he did. He said all that. It was just wow. like, wow. But it was just like, ouch. Woof. And, and that was, you know, huh. uh, Christopher Lee was a distant cousin of Fleming's. 
which I didn't know. Oh, so he was talking about him a Nepotism. little bit. Nepotism. <clears throat> yeah, really. And it was actually very interesting. Cause Never heard of that. That was interesting because <laughs> Lee is actually a fucking badass himself. No He's a shit. scary motherfucker, The man dude. did some black ops yeah, he did. in World War II <laughs> that is still classified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fucking mind-blowing. <laughs> dude just so, recorded a metal album last year. <laughs> <laughs> It's not well, even he, a joke. That's real. He's in league wow. with the Dark Lord Sauron, for fuck's sake. He's not small time. And Darth Sidious. He's like, yeah, he's like the fucking right hand. Yeah. Not to mention uh, uh, Three Musketeers. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't mention Three Musketeers, because now I can't wait until I get that sweet nougat. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, everything or nothing. That's actually, uh, yeah, that actually that stands for their the Saltzman Broccoli's production company for the Bond movies, Eon. Yeah, so it it is actually interesting. Cool. That sounds I, good. I, uh, in a not really geeky kind of just theater way, went and saw the Onyx production of Sweeney Todd finally Friday. It was that was great. It. Really good. Nice. Really exceptional what they were able to pull off on that stage. It was really cool. So kudos to local Las Vegas theater. Brilliant. They had pies there too, which was cool. Oh, even better. They that's sold that's pies. the real reason you like that. Meat pies. Wasn't bad. The meat they had minced meat. Nice. Uh, but I had two cherry pies and they were okay. really good. Hostess? Better. Ah, yes. They're better than Hostess cherry pies, which is crazy, but true. Yeah, they're homemade, I think, yeah. They were. They were really? really? Even yeah. better. They were really good. Wow, you don't fight in too many theaters that sell homemade goods. No, right. That was a special thing. Yeah, it, was, it is a special thing. Know, for love, yeah. it's pies and whatnot. It was fun. That's impressive. I'm trying to think if there's any other geeky. Not really. I, well, I have completely uh, fallen in love with interactive digital magazines. I got... I got Broke down, bought an iPad a couple weeks ago. Oh, now, okay. And I was like, you know what? I want to reduce the amount of paper on the shelves. You guys are always seeing piles of magazines I'm trying mm-hmm. to give away. Most of them end up throwing away, um, which is a shame, but there's just no place to put them. Nope. And so I said, you know what? When I go pad, I'm going to go digital on magazines. And I still have my finished off subscriptions I have. But then switch right. it all over. Is everything available? Uh, just about. Mm. Um, in fact, so far I haven't found anything that isn't available in some way. Even uh, White Dwarf not only really? has a digital magazine, but an interactive digital magazine, and that's really the key of it. The British mags are really doing a great job of it. Edge, yeah, well, I'm sure. Well, I mean, they're already ahead of the curve. Edge is so fucking right. good. But, I mean, it's it has embedded video, uh, audio, oh, uh, uh, screen captures that are flippable, it's even the ads are interactive. Like oh, there was wow. an ad for a Wii U that you could actually manipulate the Wii U and turn it all the way around to see all of the uh, oh. the buttons that it had and so Neat. on. And in audio, the, the front covered animation is always stellar with great just audio cues. And it costs, for example, Edge if you bought it in the store, mm-hmm. uh, ten bucks, nine ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, if you buy the, this interactive souped up digital version. Four dollars ninety nine cents. See, with there you go. with a year subscription of, of thirty nine ninety nine. That's so a deal. It's not saving me money. It's keeping the paper off the shelves, and it's a lot more fun than your average magazine. Do you save it? Are you able to, to keep it once you buy it? It's yours forever. It's really? attached to your account. Okay, and that's whether you go through the iPad Store or you go through a side company like Zinio, uh, which I have magazines in both. But I've learned that most of the interactive stuff is in the uh, App Store. That if you get Zinio, there's some interactive mags, but not many. All, most of them. Have you had a pretty good experience with the Apple stuff now that you've had to kind of? Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty slick, aren't they? I like it. Yeah. I mean, there's. I haven't had too many deep experiences as far as games go, but that's not what I'm looking for in games. On no. Thing. So. 
That's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, 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 running it on a native device makes a whole world of difference, I suppose. Running app, iTunes on a PC, as I mm-hmm. have for so long, it's always come little and, snap. And I, you know, and I don't even use iTunes because I'm not there for music. The okay. movies have there's a Netflix app. Oh, and that's, I use the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. It's just iTunes in general. I have friends mm-hmm. that that swear by Macs, mm-hmm. and they said iTunes is just so as broken kind of on the down. Mac as it so is it's on an the PC. Extremely it's complicated just, thing to get all of that music to sure. Yeah. Well, and it's all isn't it also DRM yeah, they, out they the ass e- and around the elbow, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. that when they have their own proprietary format, They've, so it yeah. can't, it's not usable with other MP3 players. And right. so. I thought Trust they were more. supposed to have started selling DRM free music. They're, I think they have. Changed have they started that? that? Yeah. That's good at least. Well, I still say go Amazon. Them. It's been hurting them, and a lot yeah. of people have been yeah. going away from it. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, I bought plenty of stuff on yeah, Amazon. Yeah. But I do know that like my last experience right. with it, because I had to install it on uh, my uh, my my monster rig for the show, because I was trying to manipulate uh, our feeds into iTunes, because we were having some issues with it. But anyway, um, it wanted to take all the media... Like even like my video files for the show and stuff, it wanted to draw all that media in, and I kept saying no, no, I, stop. <laughs> and it is like, would you like this to become part of iTunes? No, we insist. Yeah, I hate and, that. And it and oh, it literally because the, the fir- my first experience with iTunes, it took every form of video and audio on my computer, put it into iTunes, and I could not access it from any other like. Yeah. I, I was using Real Player a lot at that yeah. time. I was also using um, Winamp. Old school. For my, I refuse uh, my QuickTime. Uh, I, I, ref- I refuse the update yeah. on my computer. Whenever it pops up, I'm like, cancel, get away from that. Because every, every time I, I accidentally hit yes or something, motherfucker, everything. Mm-hmm. It's, oh. Well, they just assume you would be an idiot not to use their products because we <laughs> want you to only use our products. Used to piss and we me don't off. like I, to share. Who Apple doesn't like to share. Amen. Doesn't want people I'd to go share. into Winamp to try to play some of my MP3s while I was, because you know, typing up reports yeah. for, uh, you know, for school and whatnot. And and it was just like it's like Winamp cannot access. I was like, what the hell? Or and so I'd go into the file folder and I'd click on the music instead of automatically launching Winamp. It's launching iTunes, and it used to take for freaking ever mm-hmm. for iTunes to boot up. And, and you I can lose like, stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I lost uh, stuff. Tom <laughs> talked about some kind of. He accidentally did some plugin or update or something, and it wiped his it wiped him clean. He lost yep. everything. Paul's witnessed that. I've, I've helped him with his stuff. I've gone past. through two fucking full libraries of shit, and it's just so frustrating because you you spend all those hours downloading the CDs into your thing, and it's just gone in a matter of seconds. And yeah, I don't. It sucks. I'm very weird about it now. Yeah, it sucks. And and you, it's really hard to use an external hard drive, which is what I need because I have such a massive music library. And the goddamn thing of it is my music library is legit. I bought that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bunch of pirated music. I just have a fuck-ass ton of music. But I can't access it properly because putting that many files into the iTunes system does not make it work very well. <laughs> it sucks. But the App Store had a great time with it. Well, good. So, hmm. it's still the digital empire. magazines. Mm, digital people. magazines. God, I love them. I mean, I, oh. yeah, as much as it's sad to see that newspapers across the country are going away, and you know, print in that format is dying. It makes sense to do magazines and newspaper online. It I subscribe. I subscribe to Las Vegas Review Journal. Yeah. It just that I does. get it every day, just and I the don't saving, have to recycle anything. Just the saving of materials 
and the saving of cost too for the company transportation yeah because they don't have to build they don't consider print it they don't have mm -hmm. to and you know what in our day and age by the time by the time the paper hits your your doorstep yeah it's old news it's 12 hours old because they've been working on that that issue for 12 hours to a certain extent i'm fine with because most articles should take more than 12 hours to write (laughs) <laughs> to be new, you know, like you should research right. your news and have the. No, I mean, I mean, I'm talking from the time that it is finalized, no, yeah, printed, I know. I know, and then. But well, you know and what I'm saying? Because they work also, more than that on. Yeah, that's articles. also online yeah. and the 24-hour cable news cycle. Because yeah. I used to, I used to have a newspaper subscription to get the details of a story. To get the whole story that broke. Yeah. But at this point, you don't, you don't even really need that anymore. No. Just dig around so, online. Print Hell. is going to become niche. It's like it's just like the big bookstores are starting to fail and stuff. Mm-hmm. Little bookstores are going to come back. Yep. It's just that they're going to be small mom and pop. Like record stores are kind of coming back. Exactly. Yeah. It will. It's going to be will, like. It's just a market adjustment. It's going to be like on Next Gen. A lot of the crew read read their, their books on their pads, but they also had real physical books on their shelves when they felt like that, the best know, that tactile stuff, experience. The best stuff will remain in print, and it will be a filtering out of Detrius and not only that, but more stuff and stuff that was gone forever will be back in print. Yeah, hopefully. well, and I think yeah. as they've well, been going through some licensing issues with some of that, but yeah, sure, hopefully but we're seeing more and more yeah, of that. Yeah, absolutely. Now. There, there's more and more getting. I think it. most geeks would agree, and most people would agree, there is something about actually owning the item and having it. Oh yeah, in your home, if you really are a fan of it. You want to own it, and oh, yeah. I think they're EMP will take all this shit out. That's my yeah. Yeah. disease. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's part of it, exactly. but, but you know, jokingly, but, but there you is know something what? you won't have any light to read your hard copy either. So atmosphere and boom, your magazine subscriptions are all gone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things too. Damn I think there you are. Nova. There have always been things that people want to own and actually have in their home and say it's theirs and see it on a shelf and know that they own it. Yes. And there's something very comforting about that and rewarding about that yeah i feel that way about the heads of my ex-girlfriends right up there on the shelf and i think it's also a thing that you choose the books that you have on your bookshelves or the movies you have as also sort of a sign of like hey this is the kind of person i am when you come to my absolutely it's a pussy advertisement you know it's like hey you want this dick check out what i've been reading i i I wasn't really (laughs) that wasn't the route i was going oh that's the route i always go the girls i go for yeah you know what i'm saying it's like look at it with all the online tracking in a few years you'll be able to go to a service pay them a fee and they'll tell you this person x's entire internet history for the past five years oh lord people are gonna love me You're already married. Doesn't matter. It's true. Actually, hers is probably just as filthy as mine. That's why we love each other. I was gonna say you you commented as such on the past. You're yep. like, it's like she bought me the subscription to blah blah blah. Yeah. Was it well, that's her, or that's her own subscription. Like that? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that was her Paul's on the boat treat. <laughs> Better than finding Amanda. Hey, take man. Your place. She knows what's up. She knows what's up. News you don't give a shit about. But I probably Woo-hoo. will. First, Legendary Pictures tried to fire the original producers of its Godzilla reboot. Then, Legendary filed a suit against those same producers, demanding that they be kicked off the flick with just $25,000 in compensation. Whoa! Now, those producers are firing back, and they want to take Legendary for millions. Producer Roy Lee, Dan Lin, Doug Davidson filed suit in Los Angeles Superior Court on Thursday, demanding that the contract dispute with Legendary be decided by a jury trial that they be allowed to participate in the franchise for as long as they want, and that they get some serious compensation for all this trouble. 
Uh, Lin Lee and Davidson claim they are the ones responsible for bringing Godzilla to Legendary from Japanese right shoulder uh, Toho. Earlier this month, Legendary decided Lin Lee and Davidson's services were no longer required and tried to use a 2011 agreement with the producers to oust them from the race, from the production. Uh, Lin, uh, the producers claimed the 2011 agreement was never valid, that Legendary raced to the courthouse to file its own suit to prevent them from exercising their rights to a property that they bought over from Japan in the first place. So, to sum up. Did they have a real race? Yes, they did. Because that would have been awesome. This was, and they filmed it for the next Why reality show. You know what, I mean, like, this sounds like a better movie than the goddamn new <laughs> Godzilla. It could be. Just the documentary would be. Why don't we make this movie? Why yeah. don't we get the rights to make the movie about the drama behind Godzilla? Because it's not done yet. Yeah, I don't think those end. rights are going to be on the sh- <laughs> shelf, Paul. <laughs> you think one of the, you know, these clowns are too busy chasing that giant lizard around? Inspired giant by a true story. That's all we have to say. There you go. Yeah, we just yeah. Change the names. Inspired by a true story starring Honey Boo Boo. It's about the bringing the Gojira movies to America mm-hmm. and what happened. Uh, so sum up, uh, Legendary wants to boot these three producers from the movie, give them a handful of money and never see them near Godzilla again, and they want this all done out of court. Lynn Lee Davidson want back on the movie and any sequels it spawns. They want full credit. They want Legendary to pay them a lot of money. Plus, they want a jury to decide they're right. Uh, Godzilla was set to start production in March. Though, depending on how this courtroom drama plays out, this is going to be significantly delayed. I hope it but never this, happens. I mean, this just sounds it like... could very well kill it. It sounds like a lot of people being very greedy. Um, God, I mean, no, no one knows what the contract is or what the contract says. Mm. Those producers clearly did something to an extent that gave that company the right to do with that movie what they wanted to do with that movie. And from that point on, those producers really don't have a say in what they do with that movie unless there was no such agreement made. <laughs> and so if, knows? That, if that company wants to get rid of those producers... Tough in their right. And according to them, there's this clause, this buyout clause for $25,000, but uh, so we'll see. If you weren't wow. smart enough to read the contract or you just assume, well, they're never going to do that. Why would they do that? How could they yeah. possibly not want to do this movie without us? Because we're so brilliant. Well, guess what? There you You're go, folks. Dumb. Lesson learned. Always have a $25 million buyout clause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, cheap. I don't blame them because that if that goes the Godzilla rights should be a load, a boatload of money. Yeah. It really oh, yeah. should be. So, and these producers, you, know. you said in the article, they brought the the, yes. the rights yeah. over, and it's, from Toho, yeah. But again, oh, okay. as I say, if they said it's you can do with this as long as you know, who knows what's in that contract? Yeah, that's they really what it comes the, down to the owner, because the the movie company that's making that movie now clearly owns the rights to that movie, or so they believe. Sure, and, and if they do then some deal was struck that they purchased that those rights from those producers somehow. Those producers really don't have anything to say. It's just... We're going to find out. It's as simple as that. Well, we're never going to find out. No, we'll find out. We're going to find out what's decided. No, you Trust. might see. You see, this is what I'm saying. we got to get this story out there. we got to do some kind of permanent midnight fake Alf kind of we'll thing. We'll find out what fake the bullshit Alf. decision yeah, is. Yeah, because you've seen Permanent Midnight. With Perfectly. Ben Stiller or Lost in La Mancha? Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, it's been a long time. That's no, an interesting movie. Seen it. Well, it's about one Todd, of the writers on Lost in La Mancha. Oh, that what? No, I don't yeah. know this. But that's you see, remember the purple puppet that that he's writing the show that's yeah. supposed to be Alf. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it was I Alf. I didn't know that. No, he was actually a writer on Alf. That story is based on a guy who was writing. He wow. was high on cocaine all the time. That's why it's Alf. What's it called? Permanent Midnight. Permanent it's Midnight. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, yeah, Gene Groffalo. Great flick. Never heard of it. Screenwriter really going out film. of his mind, writing a sitcom. It is, it is the, the true story is Alf. It's it, he was a writer, one of the, the head writer of Alf, and it was huge at the time. I, and he was high as that. a motherfucker. And that's in the movie they play this this, this weird little purple puppet character to get around the Alf rights. But yeah, I've never thing. seen that movie, but I vaguely remember it. It's yeah. good wow. coming out. It's a real good movie. That that title doesn't doesn't say that to me. It's dark. Permanent Midnight. Yeah, yeah, it's dark, dude. It's a I don't dark. Know, that sounds kind of sounds like a coked out whatever. It's a dark movie. I mean, if you if, yeah, you go watch some Alf. Go oh yeah. Motherfucker is oh, high. No, that, that show's fucking nuts, man. It's crazy. They're out of their mind in that show. I don't know how that show ever got made. I love it. Look at it. I love that show. Alf, I don't know why you continually <laughs> rape my wife. Every time I turn my back, Alf is raping my wife. Willie, you need to relax. <laughs> It's consensual. <laughs> that reminds me. Just the other night, the Family Guy was on, where Brian finds out that uh, 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 what's his Giggity doesn't like him. What's his name? Uh, oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Quagmire. 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 He's like, well, you're a bore, and you hit on your best friend's wife all the time, and you're such a you know. And he just goes off on that whole tangent about why he hates Brian, and it's like awesome. Yeah, their animosity <laughs> is a real treat to see play out in these later seasons. It's yeah, really good. When he just lays it out on the table as why It's good Brian. stuff, man. And he like hits, hits it on the head. He hits it oh, yeah. on the head. It's like you're constantly hitting on your best friend's wife. You da da da. You have you a terrible favor yourself an intellectual, yeah, but, but you've really never actually not. read. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You keep talking about a book that you're going to write, but you never finish any of these goddamn books. Yeah, da, da, da. And really, and that's, at the end, you're just a bore. That's what you are, Brian. You're just a loudmouth bore, and I can't stand you. <laughs> wow, and that's Quagmire. Yeah, Quagmire yeah. just goes holy crap. Off. It's like, funny. He puts up, Quagmire's like, no, 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 it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. And Brian yeah, just keeps he just pushing he him. keeps pushing him to say it. He <laughs> goes, fine. <laughs> you want it? Here it is. Both barrels. <laughs> a self-proclaimed inventor by the name of Shoda Ishiwatari has already begun soliciting financial backing for well done, Indiegogo for his last product, his latest product called Taily. A wearable tail I know this. that wags in relation to one's heart rate. Here's the description. Like a dog. Taily is not just a toy, nor is it a fashion accessory or a gadget. It's all three items combined. Wah, wah, wah. And since it reacts to the heartbeat, an extension of the user's body. Taily is fun to wear at parties while out with friends or playing with kids. You could even wear Taily on a date and express your true feelings through the wagging tail. Even better, your partner could also wear one for both of you and to add a level of subconscious communication between the two of you. And so, oh, this is uh, something on Indiegogo he's trying to raise money yeah. for? Okay. Yeah. Have so. you seen them? They're cool. No, I the haven't tails. seen them. Yeah, they're, 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 they're a little intrusive. It, the, the, really? The, the sensor does <laughs> it does go in anally. I can only imagine. It, it reads your lower well, GI. Wow. How, how many of you, you ordered, Paul? Huh? <laughs> ordered? <You> lost? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he keeps eating all that fiber. <laughs> Is it? Oh, oh shoot! <laughs> I thought I had that one in. Secondary function: Taily Carl Colonics. Yeah. Exactly, it works like it, it works like one of those fucking what are they called? Oh shit, those craft things that are actually intended for pipe drain cleaner. cleaning pipe cleaners. 
pipe cleaner for cleaning out your prostate? Just scrub that prostate clean. Boggers. Oh, pipe cleaner. Get the old colon clean with the Taley pipe cleaner. But you use the foaming snake, so it's all good. I do use the foaming snake. I do use. You could use them in combination. It'd be a mess. Wow, that's that's really thorough. Leave no stone unturned. Well, when it comes to the anus, Paul is definitely. But you've never seen the brighter pink. It looks like the tile just got laid down. <laughs> uh, no, the tailie sounds like one of those things that, like, hey, you're at a party, and everybody's wearing it, and about 10 minutes later, everybody's like, get this off of me. This oh, really? Stupid. We already have our cues and communications. Yeah. We don't want shit we don't control like that. Well, but you know what I mean? Like, at first, everybody would be like, oh, that's hilarious. This is awesome. And then people are like, I can't sit down because of this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, sorry. I knocked over your plant, te- you know, your lamp again. And, that, like, and you know, Christ. you're going to get Barry, who's going to mod his, so it's always Alpha Tales, standing up yeah, straight, yeah, exactly. taking control of the room. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. For some parties, you're absolutely right. People will be like, "This is a novelty gone ro- gone awry." Yeah, but for well, the furry community, oh, the furry community oh, yeah, is going so. to embrace this like nobody's business. Anime this community thing, as well. This, this is what you'd call an evergreen product. <laughs> possibly, for the and possibly in the Comic Con world, you might see. That's it. what I mean. Well, the, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's the crossover market. Yeah, yeah. There will be plenty of these at Comic Con yeah, this yeah. year. No, that's true. I could see that. Plenty. By plenty, you mean like five? No, <laughs> no. He means would, like twenty. I would, I would say, I would. I'll go on record as saying, probably no less than one third of the attendees at Comic Con. <laughs> wow. Be, be I love that you're going no, on wait, record wait, wait, wait. on something you can't possibly prove. <laughs> oh, I could prove one, it. One third of all attendees, or isn't. one third of cosplayer <laughs> attendees. One third of all attendees are oh, going to be everyone. wearing the Taylor. <laughs> I, 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 a hundred dollars says you're wrong. <laughs> you're gonna see lots of people on panels wearing tailies. Wait a minute, wait celebrities. Minute. <laughs> Luddite, are you betting dollars to donuts? Dollars <laughs> to canned beans. News <laughs> 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 you don't give a shit about. The movie is called Godacy, and it's based on a comic by Rob Liefeld, the co-founder of Image Comics. Variety says that a couple of producers at Sony Pictures have nabbed the rights to the book, which follows the divine beings Zeus, Ra, Pangu, and Buddha. I don't think Buddha's divine. As they join forces to battle a swarm of fallen gods with the fate of humankind hanging in the balance. The book originally came out in 1996 and included Jesus Christ and image characters Evangeline and Glory, none of whom will show up in the movie. Apparently, the producers, Todd Garner and Brooklyn Weaver, were impressed by the outline of the project that Liefeld cooked up for the film. Uh, Weaver's also working, working with Liefeld on the screen version of his Blood Strike comic book. And this isn't the only movie based on ancient legends that is announced this week. A version of Homer's Odyssey set in space is being developed by Warner Brothers. I heard um, Homer's Space Odyssey. <laughs> a little bit of a tragedy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tragedy on the, uh, the set. Of what? these films, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, unfortunately, the costuming is such that they've had to um, maul, almost completely sever, and mutilate everyone's feet to accommodate Liefeld's <laughs> designs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, reversing your left with your right, that's uh, that's got to hurt. <laughs> Either that or you could do a shortcut and just break the arches. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the males, you can just stuff them up in their arms. So. Yeah, right. Well, you replace them with like coat hangers, that basically. And all, the, the, all that heavy shit they put on their wrists. Oh, God. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> I really need this wristband. Yes. How many more fucking pouches is on the suit? <laughs> Jesus, there's the so many pouches. The on my thigh keeps falling over my knee. <laughs> you, you're like, it's like a fucking John Popper convention in here. <laughs> What the fuck is going on with these pouches? <laughs> Every suit I've made has like 20 fucking pouches. What do you carry? What's in all the pouches? That's what I want. And they're all small. They're not functional full-on pockets. You know, one pocket, one good-sized pocket would take the place of 18 of these fucking little pouches. <laughs> what, are you keeping your goddamn pills in there, Grandma? <laughs> Are right, you done? You want me to write the letters of the weekday on your pouch tops? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, comic artist humor. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, both of you that enjoyed that bit. <laughs> <laughs> and as you don't give a shit about uh, Warwick Davis. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Everyone loves Warwick Davis. This is true. Who famously portrayed... Uh, TV's Wick- Wicket. Wicket the Ewok uh, and uh, Willow Offgood. He was on TV. Yep. He was in the, the Ewok Adventure. Oh, yeah, the Ewok yep. Adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, now he has his own video game, Pocket Warwick. And it's what? free to download. <laughs> it he's, better really, be. he's really trying it to fits. get art imitating life imitating art. inside your Liefeld uh, uh, pouches. <laughs> Uh, from the official description. Warwick Davis fits in the white life bell pouch. <laughs> Here's from the official description. He's a little celebrity that you can nurture, manage, and turn into the biggest little celebrity on the planet. You need to feed, dress, train, and educate him in this unique sim game. Weird. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> weird. Whoa. That's fucked up. So, weird. So it's Tomagachi, but with a short-statured actor dressed <laughs> as a frog, according to the screenshot. You know, he's he's really, because he he's doing that show with Ricky Gervais. Yeah, the, the Idiot Abroad, the, the well, final no, season. Well, he just did Life's Too Short. Oh, yes. that's right. That's and right. I, I forgot that was he pretty did that funny, And it's sort of that docudrama sort of thing that mm-hmm. he's doing. And now he's on the newest Idiot Abroad. Yeah, the, uh, and apparently he and is Carl are going together. Carl are traveling. That's he's following serious. Carl around the, first the, around the world. The I bet that oh, is fucking hilarious. I gotta be recording yeah, that. I saw the first episode the other night. Oh, and it's funny it. because, you know, Ricky sort of has somebody on his side now. Yeah. Physically there with Carl. Yeah. And so Warwick will call him and Ricky's like, yeah, just make sure Carl... Make sure Carl's complaining, because it's best when Carl's complaining. It's just funniest <laughs> when Carl's upset. But then every now and then, Carl kind of, bull, you know, gets Warwick to do something. And Ricky's like, you can't. Come on! It looks like a, you're bullying a midget. What are you doing? <laughs> that's not. That's. It's just really. It's just rude. It's just not right. You know. So every now and then, Carl tries to get Warwick to do something. Warwick's always like, "No." And Carl's like, "I'm doing everything, and you're doing nothing. Why are you even here? I don't get it. This is ridiculous. I didn't want to do it. And now you're not going to do it. This is stupid. You know. Like, it's pretty good. But yeah, really interesting. Like. Warwick Davis just trying to have a whole new resurgence, and it's kind of happening, like in a really <laughs> weird way. Yeah, he's doing it. I just I, that I, I, sadly, I, apparently, they're billing this as the final season of An Idiot Abroad. Yeah, and uh, well, I think Carl's I, had enough. It probably. <laughs> yeah. And probably. and it's sad to say too because it's really entertaining, and, and this guy is being put in situations that. I, I would well anybody but Paul uh, would probably love to experience <laughs> love to go abroad and experience I don't know if I'd love what? all the things they make him do well but no sure the places but, like, he goes yeah there's some a lot of the places, places he goes yeah. you know he's like, I don't want to be here I'm not here because you know 
Well, I'm, the only I'm reason not a big I fan of travel, Paul, but I've exactly. traveled a lot. Yeah. I know, but uh, the only reason <laughs> that's I kind of why I'm not a big fan of travel. Yeah, when you I've were on the boat, you were like, I would, you know, I'm in all yeah. these paradises, and I'd rather be in my cabin playing my video games. Absolutely. Well, it, it's not paradise because it's not. It is the first 50 miles before you get, you can't get into paradise. You have to go into tourist town. Oh, well, if you're on a yeah. cruise ship, and, yeah, yeah, and no, you don't have any money. Yeah. You don't. You can't, you can't do it. There. I was working to try and scrape by a living. Uh, oh boy, and uh, just no money available. So, the I like your courtesy of putting the mic closer to your mouth when you belch. Always, always. <laughs> it's what the people want. It's what the people crave. Weekend geek. Yay! Somebody just busted one off to that. <laughs> You're welcome. You we actually got the weekend geek. Yeah. That was quite a bit of news we didn't care about. Yeah, a little, little, little chunkier than you. Yeah, usual. no, I, I appreciate it. Uh, remember the Death Star petition to the White House? Yeah. Yes. Uh-oh. Seemed like fun at the time, right? Well, actions have consequences, people. Almost certainly as a direct result of that whole deal, the White House has now quadrupled the number of signatures needed to generate an official response yeah. from 25,000 to 100. That's yeah. not yep. the only one. Stephen Colbert was talking about yeah. yeah, Colbert yeah. did a piece on this, but yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it yeah. was definitely one of, the, one of them. But sure. They did one on The Daily Show, too. Not the only well, but one. The idea but you know that what they thought... Uh, what the original was like? What a thousand? Twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand signatures. Like, that's nothing. It's yeah. nothing that's now. Nothing. Not that's in this our, age. That's our listener base. Yeah. So. Well, and, and hey, I mean, hey, and there are people that have videos of their cat that get more hits than these that. These are so. these are electronic signatures, sure. right? Yeah. So yeah, twenty five thousand. That, that actually comes across as a little naive. That's a guy named yeah. Trevor. Yeah, that's the oh, word. It's, yeah. it's well, it, you know, you're and you are dead right, uh, Kirsten. Naive and sad and a little scary that they that don't Congress realize. has no fucking concept. I mean, how out of touch are you if you don't realize you can put a picture of uh, four kids saying we want a dog for a million likes and get it in a day? Yeah, you know what I mean. A mil- yeah. it's, that's all it takes. Yeah. A day, a million people say yes online mm-hmm. it's the congress has no fucking clue what's going oh, on yeah. so should like, we take a picture of all of us with a sign we want a dog for a million likes no. for the ugly couch <laughs> we show. Want a, you want a dog i got two i'm good with well, dogs. i'm talking about ugly couch show we need to you know we want get a some dollar likes. for every right. like so it's your move internet hundred thousand now go do it <laughs> and that's still pretty low in my opinion but i mean the whole point is these are the yeah, ones they actually have to acknowledge exist yeah. Yeah, but, all they have to do is yeah. acknowledge it. Some yeah. some writer in in that White House has to make some kind of official in a, in response. response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> combing through it. That's no big deal. We need a, we a, need a, some kind of ugly couch show petition sent to the White <laughs> what House. What do we need? I, I mean, I think I, it's I, a I good know, idea we, to we've have got it. To figure out something. Yeah. I think the <laughs> idea on, of like on, let's let the people. I don't need anything. Let's we let need, the people voice their petitions. You I think need is a more rock star, super sour. Dude, I'm not saying something we need. I say we need a petition. Oh, okay. Anything, anything. Really, just let's petition the White House for more likes on the Facebook site. No, that's wait, 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 wait. We want to we have just get the president to to try the gummy the gummy lifesaver rock star super sour combo jeff there's you our petition mad right there i like it there's our petition i wonder if it do you like think he hasn't. it has alcohol in it no no it's just alcohol taste yeah yes what's creating the alcohol there's taste? no alcohol the in sugar rock star well yeah because alcohol I mean, has a sugary taste yeah well I think, also, I think also personally the the the, the, the sensation of beer yeah. comes from the bubbles i yeah. think I, that i think if it was flat it probably wouldn't be it wouldn't strike me quite yeah, but it's so more than the bubbles though no i think it's no, a combination sure. of sure. Sure. you know yeah 
It is. I, that's it, why I had berry to taste because I hate alcohol. It was like, <laughs> it took me a while to figure out what I was tasting. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm such a, a babe in the woods. <laughs> Man, I my couldn't freshest, even say anything. My freshest virgin here is fantastic fucking straight line. Caroline. <laughs> is that is that that happened to you a lot? You, you're what? just not sure what you're tasting. Foreign uh, well, foreign so objects get put in your I mouth. Ne- I never know what I'm sure. tasting until they fire it off. <laughs> until they turn on the lights. Until they turn oh, on the lights. Twinkies. But, hey. <laughs> Best piece of advice I ever got from uh, what was the Weekly World News advice columnist lady? I don't dear know. Dear Abby? No, it wasn't oh, Dear no, Abby. It was <laughs> World Weekly. It be wasn't Dear Abby. Was. It, was some other, it was some crazy ask well, she's somebody. She's dead now, so, you know. Oh, asks. Yeah. Ask well, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Ask Susan. It's yeah, my favorite like Weekly World News advice column. This became a running joke through all of our high school academic team. The, the It was basically the lady was asking about uh, pleasing her husband. Uh, and this was back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, so language wasn't even nearly as flowery as it gets today. And, uh, and you know, she was like, darling, if all else fails, just close your eyes and pretend it's candy. And that's my favorite <laughs> phrase for almost any situation. <laughs> just close your eyes and pretend it's candy. <laughs> That's oh. gotten me out of so many jams. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> I'm gonna use that now. <laughs> and let me say in into a few as well. Hello. <laughs> I know, officer. I don't know what you're talking about. Close your eyes. Think it's candy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's what I did. I closed my eyes and pretended it was candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday Saturday night at the 42nd annual Barrett-Jackson car auction in Scottsdale, Arizona. George Barris's beloved Batmobile number no. 1, the original, sold for $4.62 million, the most money ever paid for a movie car. Wow. When the smoke cleared, now that was the one that was in the old series. TV, TV series. series, yeah. So it's technically, TV series? I'm pretty technically sure. not a movie car. Right. No, I but, think but it was in the film. Black and white serials. What? Because the picture I saw didn't look like the red. It had the gold trim on it. No, because it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's black and white. It's, How could you tell? 1955 Lincoln color. Futura was the car, so could be. But it cereal. was the 1960s yeah. Batman TV series, okay. and then the subsequent Batman movie. All right, I don't know. Yeah, it was customized for the 66 Batman TV show. Oh, okay, and cool. the movie. Oh, oh, that movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the car A crossed the auction movie. block at 7:15. The bat theme blaring, paraded out under glaring spotlights in cavernous Westworld Arena. Bidding quickly crossed the billion-dollar mark as uh, warm bodies encircled the black beauty, cheered on by a legion of rabid bat fans. Sword past four million. Two bat fierce fans. bidders remained locked in battle, with the victor bat eventually deciding, decided by a simple coin flip. Wow. The winner turned out to be Two-Face. <laughs> nice. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I'm quick, man. I'm quick. Rick Shan. <laughs> That's what your wife says too. Just ask him; he'll tell you. <laughs> Rick Champagne, a local logistics company Rick owner. Rick Champagne. That's his name. Get out of here! Who's the new supervillain in town? Hello, Ricky Champagne. I'm gonna pop the cork on bats tonight. That was effervescent, there, Robin. Don't forget, Batman. Real champagne only comes from France. And only a small region of France. Yeah. Holy carbonation, Batman. <laughs> Don't you dare call it champagne. Someone's if it's not from that region of France, you're just fucking sparkling wine. Someone's been stealing all the grapes from Gotham. 
<laughs> Champagne wins again. <laughs> a toast to me, motherfucker. Yeah. It's like Champagne belongs at Deadwood. My <laughs> <laughs> Champagne does sound a lot like uh, Ian McShane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but then, Ian McChampagne. Well, then it would be yeah, Champagne yeah. cocksucker, yeah, yeah. not motherfucker. It's champagne cocksucker, Champagne. Make sure you're drinking it 24 hours a day. If the whores aren't buying it, then don't sell it. If the whores are paying for it, double the price. Fucking make them drink it and tell them to get the fuck out. It's my goddamn <laughs> cocksucking barn. I'll run it how I like. Why don't you eat my dick running sideways on a horse? Was it you, Kristen, that posted the thing on Facebook about what what's your Batman name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would crack me up. You're that was like, pretty good. I, I got so fed up with all of those getting posted guys, on there. And By the guys, way, uh, can I be serious the, for a what, second no, about just, that? But the commander seemed to take umbrage with your comment about the 60 movie. Batman movie. What? Being awful? Yes, yeah, terrible. That awful movie? <laughs> the, well, okay, it did give the, us the shark repellent movie. shark repellent. supposed to be awful. That's why I it's guess, good. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I mean, granted, it's no Matrix 2, but really? <laughs> Oy vey. So, it is it's better no than no John that. Carter. It's better but... than Matrix 2. It's better than John Carter. Um, those fucking things on um, the Facebook where it's like, Get your birthday month, and that is the corresponds to this word. Yes. Then your birthday day corresponds to this word. Then you're this. Guys, those are fucking phishing scams. Oh, yeah, probably. They're getting people to expose elements of possible <laughs> passwords and personal information. That's all that is. Don't ever respond to that shit, you retards. <laughs> That's all it is. Retards? You're, you're not yeah. in France, Ricky Champagne. <laughs> It's retard. I am in France. I'm always in France because France lives in my pants where I keep my champagne because I got a drain, a champagne drain in America. right here in here my in pants. in America, it's retards. Nope. <laughs> and I have a suspicion Ricky Champagne's really from Canada. <laughs> Kill that man. <laughs> have him strung up and put in a giant glass. Broadcast Now is reporting that Zombieland TV series has been giving a, given a home with Amazon's instant video service, which has been... Uh, Zombieland? The, the TV, remember the movie? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's becoming a TV show. I don't want to watch it unless Bill Murray is involved. Uh, it's been working Seems for a while unlikely. to make a push for original programming on Amazon Instant Video Service, and it looks like it's landing there. Now, if it's true, it looks like the series will return to the adventures of the film's main characters in a world overrun with Hungry Dead. Amazon hasn't made any official statement on this deal, if it exists, but it certainly seems like a promising venue for the show. Uh, the film's creators originally intended to bring the story to TV first, but with Amazon on board, the Gazami carnage could be much bloodier than Fox would have ever allowed. Fun. I like that movie. It was all right. Yeah. Which one? Zombie Lane? Yeah. I said unless Bill Murray's in it, I don't care. I mean, I, the whole opening segment I think is fun when he's talking about the you know first laying out the rules. It's a cute, it's a cute, yeah, it's a charming yeah. little movie. Yeah. Well, you know, and it was before the glut. Well, it was right in the middle of yeah, the, a, of the, the wave of zombie shit that right, hasn't stopped. It, it's also in its own right satire of the zombie. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah right? no, yeah, yeah. it's definitely. Yeah. Once a satire hits, you know you've hit the not quite, the saturation not quite point. Shaun of the Dead satire, but no. still no. satire. Yep, and it's got Emma Stone in it. it that couldn't Ooh. hurt. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I'd like to pass an Emma Stone. 
no, take that back. <laughs> like, wait, whoa. Huh? That would hurt she so have a bad. tail? That would hurt so that bad. Was like the, that was the worst pun ever. <laughs> it wasn't even. Oh, that was just yeah. I'd like to pass a Bill Murray, I tell you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, quick does not mean necessarily good. good. No. <laughs> no. Well, hey, that's the rule. You can have fast. You can have cheap. You can have easy. What do you pick want? Two. Right. You pick yeah. two. Yeah. No, this, none of those were quality. <laughs> what about D, all of the above? No, you can't. Uh-huh. You can have fast, cheap, easy, two of them. Think I about it. you are fast, cheap, and easy. No, I am quicker, <laughs> easier, more seductive. <laughs> wow, you're the dark side. Yes. <laughs> Consume you, he will. Yep. Closing his eyes and imagining it's candy. <laughs> Woo! Imagine it is candy, you should. Uh, Consume you, he will. It'll taste like beer because he had a rock star before. <laughs> All right, that solidifies it. I'm getting that on the back of my car. I was thinking about it. Now it's happening. <laughs> the quicker, easier, more seductive. <laughs> and for those at home, I hope you're in for the long haul because this is going to be a big one. Oh, All Jesus. Right. All right. <clears throat> we may, is Are Paul going to have to do make a it bathroom through? timeout? Wait, <laughs> this must be something about the only thing that I will go on forever about. <laughs> Could this be something regarding something about the most He-Man? powerful man in the universe? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm just saying that in general because we're only on page, beginning of page two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, children in Britain were met with the most unexpected... Wait, 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 wait. There are children in Britain now? That's yeah, what I hear. Yeah, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah. We're it's done a sequel for... to Children in the Corn, right? <laughs> Have you never seen Oliver? <laughs> Oliver! Oliver! Uh, children in Britain were met with the most unexpected of search results when scouring Google for anything related to the next installment of Pokemon game franchise, Pokemon X. Oh, no. <laughs> Links to a hardcore pornography site. Oh, that's unfortunate. And Britain's National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children advocated... <laughs> <laughs> That uh, in light Only of this, in, Britain. in light of this situation, parents must now take even greater strides in monitoring the online activities of the children, especially since filters and other forms of censorship aren't as effective as most Surely people believe them to be. Surely there can be nothing more cruel than a child looking for information about a video game, stumbling across Jenna Jameson's spread wide taint, face full of semen, screaming, "Buy my video!" Oh, God, save us. <laughs> or perhaps Pokemon should have just called it Pokemon 10. <laughs> no, it's not Pokemon 10. It's Pokemon X and yeah. Y. They always come out in dual ah, formats. Okay. And also, this is only the eighth installment? I think so. And yep. the, the, the porno version is Pokermon. Poker mound. Poker mouth. I don't know. Poker face. All I know is my eyes have been closed this whole time. Keep pretending. It gets sweeter. <laughs> Just like anything you keep in your mouth long enough, the sugars will come. Whoa! It's probably more like a payday. Sugar's coming! As you go. Close your eyes, baby. Sugar's coming. It's pretty salty. Uh, this is Sour Patch Kid. And parents were also quick to lambast Nintendo for their lack of foresight in choosing to throw the letter X into the version's title, with the other being the more innocuous Y. Uh, if we were to actually run with the logic of these parents, though, then X would be removed from every, virtually every product yes. movie yeah, video game. Yeah, it's a stupid generation letter before Y. <laughs> dumb. All of it's dumb. Y rays. Yeah, really. Are we going to have... <laughs> People looking on the internet for why rays, but it is a good point that 
perhaps parents should be a little more observant of what their children are Luddite. searching for. What the fuck? <laughs> Just really? rip, rip the letter well, no, no, off your keyboard. No, he's, he's right. He's putting it on the parents. That's good. <laughs> You're right. I mean, it's not entirely no, it, their fault, but there is no, something it's to be always said to the, that. It's the, what do you mean it's not entirely their fault? Parenting they is fucked in, and had a baby. Take the goddamn care of it. It's take the responsibility. everything that baby does, sees, eats, touches, fucks, shits on is your fault. Thank you, Paul's parents. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, now I know who to blame. <laughs> this is why Paul behaves the way he does, because he knows he's not at fault. I'm not. He's as the... long as they're alive, I'm exempt of all fault. It'll hold up in court. That's, it has just, before. It's just Paul, because that's... he's devil spawn. Paul, you're I... actually hitting the nail on how a lot of people honestly feel that they aren't ever at fault, because they are not responsible for their own actions. Well, that's crazed. Yeah. It's biz- that's crazy. It drives me nuts about our but you know society. what. But you know what? The problem is when parents feel they're not responsible. Yes, I agree with that. That's where it really comes down. Yeah. Uh, you sh- you if anything, re- my parents thought everything was more responsible to the point of neurosis and yeah, well, eating I mean, to disorders. An that's I think- because you're the product of a, a former priest and a former nun. That's not the only reason. <laughs> but I mean, with my family, like I say, my folks used to play the video games with us, and mm-hmm. I think they did it partly because they liked playing games sure but i think they also wanted to know Keep what it we were in. What, what, and what's going you know be a my part father would listen to the hardest of the hardcore rap that i had when yeah. i was a kid when i was like 13 or 14 what your kids are when i was like 13 14 getting really really yeah. into it and very objective smart about it didn't put it away like some kind of unplayable thing or you know he just just said you know what that's pretty angry stuff you know it's all kind of just bra- braggadocia and whatnot and yeah you know there you go. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, fine. Took the you, you take the mysticism out of it. It's yeah, just, it's like learning how to handle weapons. It's like anything. Yeah, but you got to have responsible parents. I w- don't want to be responsible for a baby. I don't want you to be responsible for a baby. Don't <laughs> <laughs> go having no babies. Nope. I think, I all think right, we're all agreed. That's our no White baby. House petition. 100,000 signatures, <laughs> folks, yes. to get the White House to force Paul to have a baby. No. <laughs> no. no. I will not sign that. I couldn't do it. I refuse to sign that. That would require the assistance of my wife, and she is in no mood for a baby. No, no, no. Oh, no we'll we'll take her baby. out of the equation. What? Just Who, mail what? your Some babies to Paul. Have you have the baby? Oh, I'm suddenly... <laughs> I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. Ooh. Oh. You know, Arnold recently said they're working on the sequel to Twins. Yeah. Hilarious. Who's the that's oh, uh, Eddie Murphy, that right? Oh, really? Is yeah, that, I think I think so. Oh, that's right. Crazy. I yeah, we talked about that. Yep. Anyway, it has been confirmed that Skydance Productions and Annapurna's Pictures have picked up it's fun to say. <laughs> I've alliterated myself out of this story. <laughs> Uh, picked up two writers, uh, Leida Calagritis and oh, Patrick Lussier. You know what? Stop making up shit. Two. Just quit. <laughs> Just quit. Just move on to the next story. <laughs> cool. If you're that Google's bored, this Torgo. last fucking week. Just shut Google's it off and we'll play some video games. Followed up his inquiries with Keeble Sing Sing. Turns out that the screenwriter is lip the doo balloon. Oh, is also in the Florida Florida. A little That's like, how it feels to my brain at this point. <laughs> it is. It's fucking Cosby talk. <laughs> 
Did you see the latest from Cobasol? <laughs> he's telling old Gamer Blime that he's taking the ball when he knows it's going to be Gamer Jack and all the same. Oh, boy. Oh. Did you ever see the, the SNL that Patrick Stewart hosted when they did the Cosby mystery? Yes. <laughs> and Adam Sandler is yeah, Cosby. Yeah, that was good. Oh, you're very clever, Cosby. Perhaps too clever. Flazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good stuff. And pra- Patrick Lusser. Here. <laughs> <laughs> to pen the latest Terminator film. Oh, oh God, stop. Kello Grittis has already been a writer on Avatar, Shutter Island, and Alexander. Well, that leads you to, yeah, oh, what go. wonders. What other Problem wonders? Solved. Well, that is counteracted by Lusier, who has worked on scripts for Wes Craven's Dracula and My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? You know what? <laughs> wow. Only turds float in Hollywood, apparently. <laughs> Everything else of worth sinks to the, its death. Wow. Fucking hell. I think it speaks to Luddite's insight a couple months ago from you can finish a script. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Absolutely. These are people who can produce. Period. Produce, produce in a format and in a way that Hollywood likes. Yes. You yeah. can give us the seven-act screenplay in a timely fashion with really predictable things. I that started we can reading. All uh, I started reading Thomas Lennon and Robert Ben Garrett's uh, screenwriting book, "How to Make Money for Fun," or "How to Make How to Write Films for Fun and Profit with the Big with Fun Scratched Out." Yeah. Uh, you know how we made a billion at the box office, and you can too. And you know the first rule is move to L.A. So I'm like, well, this tome is <laughs> pointless to me now. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and but yeah, that's what it really comes down to. It's like there's a formula: kill all your babies. Here's the horrible, nasty way that these people want. You know, so exactly get this exact format in this exact style with these exact script beats, with these exact moves, these exact points in the story when this has to shift here comes this dark moment here comes this i mean beat for beat almost. act four you have the sex scene act five disgusting. you have the treachery act six you have it's, it's it's yeah. heartbreaking i mean and I, those boys are both really funny and they that book is an interesting read but it's also heartbreaking i mean i don't know all that stuff but i've heard about it and yeah. the more you watch movies you go there it is yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And there it is. There's Watch that. TV. Ooh, shocking. Every five minutes, someone says we need to talk. I know. That drives you nuts. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Well, it is fascinating just uh, looking around the room. More than half of this room has tried the Hollywood thing. And well, has come you, and, well, and to be fair, they did need to talk. <laughs> then goddamn well, talk. If, well, I swear, if they were, if, if anyone did that in an improv scene, I strike them down with fucking thunder and lightning because you're wasting time. You're stalling. It's all stalling. Well, but it's an attempt to create tension. A, tension. Yes. It's a, it's a weak. Option. It's like saying this is the best blank ever. It's, it's weak all writing. comes from false. It's a lazy motion. <laughs> it is. I hate it yeah. so much. I know. I, I'm just remembering shit from class. That's I it. Well, I mean, I I, I preach it because it's my fucking. Yeah. Main I give you that's one thing I tell people about Paul if you ever take his drop in class. Paul does do what he preaches. <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciate cuz some yeah. people preach and preach at you in a class and then you watch them do their thing and you're like, "Well, they're doing everything they said." I try do. to fucking walk the walk, man. Yeah, you do. You walk your yeah, walk. Yeah. You walk your talk. Yep. Well, I believe in what I'm teaching. I wouldn't be teaching it if I didn't believe in it. Uh, but yeah, no, Hollywood surprisingly highly formulated. Ugh. Well, I mean, you Torgo, Kirsten, you did yep. the, did the the L.A. thing, and you've all come back because it's the <laughs> devil's cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, it yeah, that that shit ain't tasting like candy. You gotta <laughs> close your eyes for a long time <laughs> and add some sugar. 
It it's tastes just like horrible. sardines. Wait, it's this just, doesn't but it taste <laughs> like the cinnamon fireballs. <laughs> I'll tell you, just take like Close balls. your eyes and realize it's sardines. <laughs> there are plenty of really great people out there. It's just oh, yeah. too many people out there. That's opinion. part of it. Too many people who want to make it rich and famous. Well, who want I mean, to be everybody wants to make it rich Go and where famous. Go where the business is. And they yeah. all read that book. Not everybody wants to be rich and famous. The famous Paul does. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously. Not that bad, though. Well, but, but see, but, not that bad. Not not but, to the point of, of, like, I'm really happy right now yeah. in my life because I've got everything I want. Yeah. I, like aside from a bigger place to put more of my stupid shit up on display, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I think rich and famous though is is both relative and subjective, and it to to the to the opinion of the individual. Like you know, if I have enough money to do the things that I want to do in life, and I don't need any more than that, I don't need. To, I I would consider myself rich. Yeah, but you're not but rich I, and famous. But I'm not famous. Well, yeah. I'm Z-list famous. But, just what, but you know what? Show. But everything, but, <laughs> every human being on the planet is Z-list but, famous. But, you know, the amount of fame that everybody derives, it's it's different to different people. You and know, it's some all people objective are, and relative. Yeah, exactly. Know, well, yeah, that's what I'm course, saying. But. I mean, I was just listening. If you listen to NPR for five minutes, you will hear a story about someone whose life is in such shambles oh, yeah. that you're just like, well, compared to them, I live like a god. Mm-hmm. So I have nothing to complain about. And it's true. And yet, we complain because that's what we do. Well, well, we're good at it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think we don't complain about anything real. No, we, we exactly. First world problems. Well, we complain about, we complain about, first, yeah, but I mean. I hate that phrase. I but like, it's true. It is true. I like, uh, I mean, that, that's kind of the ethos behind our video show, which is to not complain, which is yeah. to actually talk about things that we enjoy. And on this show, we cover news that does have things that kind of get our ire up a little bit sometimes. Yeah. But but still, the goal but, is to celebrate the things we. But ultimately, that interests you. When you look at it from the outside, I'm really thankful to be able to sit around every week and talk about bullshit, without having someone come and put a gun in my face or take away my food or you know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, Tommy and I. No, true. Tommy and I were talking about someone take away your food. <clears throat> well, no, but, but the, the, the the kinds of freedoms that we enjoy, the kinds of freedoms that I enjoy every week in a theatrical setting. I am so lucky to have. Well, Tommy and I were talking about it last night because he saw a picture of when you go to Stalin, you know, the, when Stalin was running Italy, and you see huh? like you know, the the Mussolini fasc- or Mussolini. Sorry, when you, when you see uh, Mussolini and and fascism at its height, and you see like the headquarters, and there's just this big, giant, gruesome face on the side of the building, just staring down at all the citizens of the of the of the town, and we're just like, holy crap! Like mm. there, like. Clearly, Big Brother is staring down at you and telling you and suppressing your every move. And like, that's crazy. And yeah, fortunately. Right. And not that there's not elements of that in our own country. Oh, definitely. Sure. But we've always got to be vigilant about it. And we've all, but, but at least for now. <laughs> and hopefully this kind of free discussion and open uh, talk encourages those kinds of freedoms to stay around. That's my, that's my belief. Is that staying artistic and even the, being able to bullshit says something about what you value, even if you're not really contributing a whole lot to society necessarily. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're de- there are some countries where just some of the stuff we've bitched about in terms of like what Congress does with the internet sure. would get people in Gulag time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
We're not there yet. We're not there yet, but that's the scary thing. Yeah, we got we got to watch out for some of this bullshit. Now, the scary thing is I'm not done with that story. <laughs> At the London Junket for his current film, uh, The Last Stand, Arnold Schwarzenegger confirmed that, yes, Terminator 5 is on the upcoming slate of films he'll be a part of, in addition to Triplets and the next Conan picture. Triplets. Conan I'm looking forward Triplets to. Triplets and yeah. Conan the Barbarian. Conan might work. Apparently, that new movie is garbage that he did. Yeah, is it? Oh, the last don't stand. know anything about it. it really. Tanked, I guess. Uh, did oh, it look like it was going to be good? No. Yeah. He and yeah, John Knoxville. And he's a small stand. town cop. Yeah. I'm just a normal country cop. I'm good. I live my life this. here. Yep. You know, I've been. I'm just a good old American, <laughs> red-blooded boy. Yeah, just a Texan. <laughs> just sheriff a Texan sheriff. You know how it is. Some guy getting into Mexico. Yes, of course. Of course. Some guy driving a fast car that can only go through his little town. Get out of here, you immigrant. Tip top. Perfect Away. Premise. No more immigrants in this town. I'm an American, <laughs> goddammit. He's been the governor of a state. He's been the mistake of a state. <laughs> <laughs> it's his parents' fault. <laughs> there you go. There you go. True that. Steroids. True that. Steroids. Maria. Maria, I still love you. California is not to blame. Take me back. <laughs> it's his parents. Take me back, Maria. <laughs> I still love you and want to have your sex. Please take me back, Maria. I want to put my penis in you. With my shrunken tiny testicles from years of steroidal abuse. You're the only one who touches my raisins the way they need it. <laughs> it sounds much better in the original Austrian. <laughs> Yeah, I'm butchering it with this translation. I think it's the longest we've gone before we've gotten a song. You've destroyed so. the poetry. You've definitely right, have a drink, everyone. I'm for my song. You've definitely destroyed the poetry. <laughs> Touch my raisins, Maria. I just am trying to Touch get my mail, Maria. They're in a, their own little sealed bag I inside my pants. I said the one to see contrition in my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone went out and built a massive 48 million Warcraft and Starcraft themed park in China. The only problem, it's no massively, license. hugely illegal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> An enormous World of Warcraft theme park is now open in Changzhou, China, wow. featuring everything from roller coasters to life-size recreations of the entire scenes from of entire scenes from the game series. Uh, but the park, dubbed Joyland, is completely unsanctioned by the game's developer, Blizzard. <laughs> Joyland. This is why it's in China, hiding out from U.S. copyright law. Oh, admission is about $30 U.S. So, Joyland if you was the name go. of the, uh, the amusement park in Wichita when I was growing up. Oh, that's you, right. Do you think it's uh, Americans behind it? No. Or do you think it's just Chinese yeah. doing what they want to do? Yeah, because it's you know MMOs are big over there. Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. bigger ones. No, no, no it's definitely. And what you going to do? Yeah, licensing laws are very well. They didn't very call it Warcraft. They called it Joyland, and that's how they get around it. <laughs> <laughs> Just some similarities we didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't even see yeah. the similarities. I don't see what you're talking about. That's Stefani the Elf, and it's still officially a communist country. So, like yeah. copyright laws and oh, no, and so forth are, are are much less. Uh, yeah, they don't care. Yeah, oh. unless it's as long as the right the right palms are getting greased. Yeah, as long as the government, government is happy, they're, yeah. they but don't go, care. Go find pictures. There's pictures what of this we thing all over about. the place, yeah. uh, and the pictures are great. It looks like a fantastic look cool? World of Warcraft theme park. Like you could actually be inside the World of Warcraft. Like I finally like the uh, 
Like the, their log ride where it ends off is the entrance to the uh, Alliance stronghold nice. if you start with Alliance. Nice. With the huge monstrous statues on either side. Looks almost identical. Well, like the whole uh, Harry Potter, Potter world. Now, Harry Potter, absolutely. Uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> I've had a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you wouldn't eat the damn cat hair and all. <laughs> what can I say, Willie? I have appetites. Hey, the, fla- ah! the flavor's in the hair. <laughs> Calico is nothing without its coat. <laughs> Where's your wife? <laughs> Alf, if you do that, I swear to God. You're good with that. I'm what? Kill you. What? I just I'm need to stab your face, you stupid I loaf of curious. bread looking ass what? nose. I was just curious oh, where your, your nose was. looks like some twisted French bread penis. I just Barnaby, to you gotta you gotta animate this. I wanna what? see this. You're going to die. What all I did was I had a little meal and now I wanted to stop raping my wife, Kate no. <laughs> and my daughter. I stop it! That's I don't know even know what you're talking. I just I like to have a conversation after a meal. That's all. <laughs> Gordon Shumway, you rapist. (laughs) (laughs) You rapist. God. (laughs) Boy. Touch my raisins, Maria. <laughs> Only you know how to massage them. I shouldn't just win the Fender Marita. I'm an lightning tuning guy. When my raisins drop down, the half an inch they descend on the rare occasion that seminal vesicles function. <laughs> wow. Mr. First Demirinilurdabahu. Only you are there to touch the raisins. I didn't know you knew Swedish. Make them, <laughs> make them do the magic dance that they do. They return to my butt cavity. Moving on. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I got distracted. I was looking at pictures of Joyland. That was good old Paul playing song chicken, seeing how long it would take Todd to say moving on. (laughs) Song chicken. Song's not done. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, you're shot. right. That means it'll give you salmonella. You're not careful. <laughs> by a long shot. <laughs> uh, when 20 year old Dawson College computer science student Ahmed Al Kaz. Uh, oh, God, I always do this. <laughs> yeah, you do. You need to warm up before the show. When Kabuta Galuli has a thing with the Skustenmaiden, Ahmed Al I'm just going to say a genie. It sounds like the name of a genie. How about that? When the genie graduated from school. Just so you know, whenever I say a genie, it's a name I can't pronounce. (laughs) Student genie found a security flaw in his college's software that put in jeopardy the personal information of more than 250,000 students. He did what any conscientious person would do. He warned the school. Then, obviously, the school did what anyone would have done. They expelled Alcabaz. Of course. For a serious professional conduct issue and gave him zeros in all of his classes so he can't get into any other colleges. What? Wow. Now, the flaw was found in the Omnivox software system used by most of Quebec's general and vocational colleges and was the result of what Alcabaz called sloppy coding. I'm sorry, Quebec? Quebec. 
Quebec. Okay. Oh, I, I thought this was like a Family Guy province or <laughs> Quebec? something. Quebec, yeah. <laughs> Quebec. Quebec. <laughs> a whole different planet. I said Quebec. No, well, this. That's how I it say it. It explains this whole story. This is where the genies live. You ever schismed with a flizz mom? Well, I'm just saying Quebec. Why are you bothering me? Thank you. Why are you pronouncing it that way? No, no. What do you mean? That's how I say it. I just say Quebec. Perfectly cromulent word. Alcabaz found the flaw while working on a smartphone app to let students access their college accounts. The flaw could have let anyone with basic computer knowledge access any of the information the colleges had on any of their students, including addresses, uh, social uh, social insurance numbers, and even their class schedules, not the sort of information you generally want as common knowledge. After Alcabaz informed the school on the issue, the director of information services and technology, Francois Pardee, told him that the school and the makers of Omnivox, uh, named Skytech, would immediately fish, uh, fix the problem. Uh, after two days, Alcabaz used uh, Acunex, a program designed to find security vulnerabilities in software, to see if the problem was really fixed. That's when the president of Skytech called, accused Alcabaz of cyber attack, and threatened him with prosecution and jail time if he didn't sign a non-disclosure agreement, which he did. Whoa. Oh. So how did you get out? did. The wow. president of Skytech, uh, Edward Taza, denies making threats, but did admit to mentioning the police and legal consequences. Pretty threatening, in my opinion. Uh, Taza said that using the Aquinex software without permission was what Alcabaz did wrong, but said that it was very clear there was no malicious intent in using it. The administration at Dawson College called a meeting with Alcabaz, the coordinator of the computer science program, and the dean. Alcabaz said he was asked a lot of questions and got the impression that the school's main concern was covering up the problem. They probably didn't want to look bad in public, found out about the security flaw. And after the meeting, 15 professors voted on whether to expel Alcabaz, and 14 voted to do so. Alcabaz appealed the decision with the academic dean of the school and to Director General Richard Fillion, but both appeals were denied. Now, instead of looking bad for having a major security flaw in their software, Dawson College looks bad for expelling and ruining the academic life of the person who tried to fix it. Oh, and also for having major security flaw in their software. So they didn't expel him until after he tried the second time after they said yeah. to repair it. Yeah, that's looks yeah. Which they didn't they didn't do any repair, and he was seen if they'd done anything yet. Yeah. And so, apparently they were looking for something because he obviously triggered something where they they spotted him it, yeah. doing mm-hmm. what he was doing. Yeah. So to a certain extent. That's a little different than he found a flaw and they expelled him. Yeah. He found a flaw. They said they'd fix it, and then he didn't believe them, so he kept pushing them this matter mm-hmm. and, only gave, just... and only gave them two days to fix it. Yeah. I still think expelling him it's, was Expelling stupid. is a bit harsh, but yeah. it, it is It is a bit of a honesty is not the best policy. Yeah. Well, or people, at least not in Quebec. Same, it's that whistleblower yeah, that mentality. You know, people what, don't want to, people don't want to, you know, rat on their... You know, businesses because they're afraid to lose their snitches job. get stitches, yo. <laughs> or, well, or in this case, you know, get expelled from school because you genuinely were trying to help and it gets expelled with ethos. grades. Yeah, <laughs> it's the hacker ethos. They got to push it to the limit. You know what yeah, I mean? That's and that's, you know, that's just and when they say the they 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 bounce around on the tangents outside the law to get some shit done. It's just people don't know how. What to do you think is basic know? computer knowledge? In Who that? Knows? When they say anyone but it doesn't with basic sound like he hacked knowledge. it. Though. I don't have basic computer knowledge. He used, I can tell you. He used software that mm-hmm. detects security flaws. It doesn't go any further as to well, what that entails. I doubt I could find wasn't, it. It wasn't designed to detect security flaws. It was designed to 
Well, the second time it sounded like it said that. The second time, not exploit. Okay. The second time he used a, a software to yeah. find out if. Oh, okay. Yeah. Been a well, then it's just fucked but, up. But the first time, it sounded like he was just. Well, it sounds like they've got egg on their face. He was in his app and he was looking around. Yeah. Oh, I can get right in here. Oh, what's this? Somehow I got my own personal. He will probably be offered a scholarship somewhere. Hopefully, <laughs> if there's we, any justice. That would be nice, but I don't know. Are you offering? Well, now the details are public, I am not. You know? <laughs> I am not offering a scholarship. I'll go on record right here saying I do not offer a scholarship. <laughs> I would like to start a petition that Paul offer this man a $4 yeah, really. million. Get the White House to make Paul offer a scholarship. <laughs> And have a baby. He, doesn't, he doesn't want my scholarship. It's just he'll, close your eyes and pretend it's He'll candy. give him free improv 101 instruction. Yeah. <laughs> give him that. Hey, if that scholarship pays enough, anybody be willing. I can't give it for free. It's too, it's too good for free. 10% off. Okay. You basically do anyway. It's like my wiener. 10% off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just an ingrained trigger mechanism from an old Tony and Tina's joke that just keeps coming over in my head. I can't get it out. Yeah, it's a terrible joke. I'm not going to share it. <laughs> All right. All righty then. then, then wow. No. What man. brought this on? What this change of heart? Best story ever. <laughs> no, it's, t- it's a, no, it was a, it was a, it was a, a weird. He wants end. me to beg it. I'm not going to do it. No, no. <laughs> that's right. I'm not going to say it because it's a dead end in my brain. That's all. Stop it. I don't care. You can look it up. Quebec. 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 Genies. Genies in the Quebec. Uh, uh. I'm just curious where your wife is right now. I just thought maybe she might. She's like in a, the bottle. She might like a cup of coffee or and something. And I don't mean she's an alcoholic. I mean she's a genie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, put this next one in the rumory that's category. A good joke. I'm gonna yes. make that. That's a joke. Yes, that's that not bad. Good. That wasn't that was bad. The blue guy walks into the bar. <laughs> He says, why are you so blue? He says, oh, I'm a genie. He says, oh, it's terrible. He's like, yeah, tell me about it. And plus, my wife's in the bottle again, hitting the bottle again. He's like, oh, oh I'm sorry. Is she an alcoholic? He's like, no, she's destroying our house. We're genies. <laughs> <laughs> she's hitting, she's literally hitting the bottle in which I live. You know, the first joke is better than the, than the one. Yeah, I was going to say, you said that was a great joke, and then you told a totally different one. Yeah, and it became not a great joke. How yeah. oh, weird. What you just did was the opposite It's like of a the clouds joke. moved away, the full moon came out, and the joke changed the where, in front of our eyes. The where joke became something horrible and terrible. <laughs> the where joke. I'm the not funny weird cousin wait, of wait, the wait, joke wait, wait. that just got told. Wait, it's a lichen, lichen joke. Yeah. Ah, oh. lichen joke. There it is. Like we gotta stop giving Jeff sugar twisted. before the podcast. <laughs> no, the, see, this is the recipe for success. Like in a joke. <laughs> Y'all gotta know. It's all oh, about instead of a lichen throat. Yeah. It's a lichen joke. No, oh, Jeff, you explained it. That's oh. Jeff now it in of itself is a lichen like joke. Yes. It's a goddamn Uroburok. <laughs> so Michael Jackson is painted blue and he walks into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> This next one's kind of rumory, but it seems to have some legs. She's hitting the bottle. <laughs> she's literally hitting the bottle in which we live. I don't, what do you mean? It's is my she, nice house. She's not a drinker? She's a genie. I don't understand. No. What are you trying to say? A nice house, like a like a Louis the Thirteenth uh, cognac bottle. Isn't it really a it's lamp? A don't you live in a lamp? I thought oh, you lived in a lamp. Oh, here we go. You know what? If you're going to get <laughs> semantic about it. 
joke will never fly. Isn't it the genie in the lamp? I thought it was a lamp. <laughs> All I know is it hasn't been well, rubbed in a I long time. She lived in a bowl. She never rubs it. Uh, that's why I get, that's why I have to go out and drink. No wonder you're blue. That exactly. <laughs> I haven't been rubbed in so long. God, don't rub me now though. It'll just be like sour old grape jelly. I'll just close my eyes. <laughs> it'll come out slow and sticky. Part of it'll be hard. Sugar's coming. <laughs> but it ain't sugar. Why is it colored? That's the thing I don't understand. Oh wait, you're getting racial? What the what the fuck, Luddite? What the everyone have a drink. <laughs> So, Todd. Yeah. Seems Sony will be issuing their tried and true dual shock controller in favor of a new controller utilizing touch screens and other features for a fourth installment of their line of game consoles. Who um, cares? Various sources have told the CVG that to- uh, Sony's research and development department has been exploring new avenues of design and function in regards to this new mystery controller. The reported uh, touch controls are said to have been inspired by the interface from the PlayStation Vita handheld. Additionally, engineers are researching ways to integrate biometric sensors that will pick up on players' heart rate, muscle movement, and, for lack of a better word, palm sweat, which <laughs> patients from r- <laughs> which which patents from roughly two years ago have shown can be used to impact events in game. So they're going to turn it into a polygraph, really? Wow! The substantiating these reports of a new controller is the legal battle between Sony and tech company Immersion over the former's apparent infringement of the latter's Rumble. Technology patent. Uh, Though the two managed to reach an expensive settlement in 2007, Immersion has since been granting Sony the license to continue using their Rumble technology, which extends to any future consoles. Due to the complexity and length of Immersion's agreement, which dissolves in March 2017, Sony has plenty of justification to strike out on their own to design a new controller in house. Uh, Details are still foggy at the moment. But it's been rumored that Sony will be unveiling the PlayStation 4 codename Orbis sooner than we anticipate, even as early as this coming March. Oh, this a new controller, so nice for your hand. You're gonna love it. It have a goo come out the side of a controller, so your hand is covered in a soft goo. Also, <laughs> it have a heart rate sensor that you wear on a penis, so your penis tell you how heart beating, and then you put a thermometer up your butthole to know how hot you are. Oh, it's such great integration of future technology. Ooh, the future is Sony. I hate Sony. So Sony has a Taily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Taily. They're using <laughs> I, Sony Taily. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be like the Dreamcast controller. It's gonna, they're gonna have like VMUs and shit. Great, fine, whatever. But I'm 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 seriously I'm an anti Sony person at this point. Ever since my horrible experience with the PS3, I do not care a whit what they do with their next generation of consoles. In fact. I oppose this next generation of consoles entire. So let's submit a petition to the White House, folks. No, to no. Uh, <laughs> Just my own personal stance. I will not buy an Xbox 4, 3, whatever it might be, for Orbis. at least four more years. Xbox? What? I still don't get why your experience with the PS3 was so terrible. Because in your own words, you turned it on and you were thinking to yourself, I wish I knew what my friends were doing on Xbox Live. And there, that was that was it. the extent of that's your, of your frustration took, with no, it. No, everything took forever to load. I ever concur with that statement. Everything took forever to download. The install can, base well, yeah. you can only imagine at this point in the console's life cycle what an enormous download of first-time installation is it just it was just 
baffling to me. Mm-hmm. Like this is disgusting. Oh this yeah, is but not, I got a new game. This is even not if I'm renting consu- it. This is not a consumer product. You can, I mean, you can't sell me. You've got to put something on the label or something like. Do you will not be able to play your game for four hours? Apparently, there's the same problem it, with the Wii U. Sure, I, like, like put it in and I walk away and do something else. See, this is what I mean. I'm opposed to this. This is anti-consumer. All of this shit is anti-consumer. Ugh. And the, the thing that makes no sense to me is these games. You know, they stall on your PC and it takes a little bit of time, but nowhere near the time it Nothing. takes to install on the PS3. And far cheaper, usually better looking. On the PC, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up, man. That's what I mean. And, and in consoles are trying so desperately to emulate so many parts of PCs, but getting the worst of PCs, uh, they're making the worst things about PCs more obvious and gross. That's not always true when you're installing a game on your computer and it goes fairly quickly because that's assuming that you have everything on your PC up to date. And I can attest working on people's computers. Mm-hmm. A lot of times... Every piece of software on that computer is out of date. Oh, so you're know, installing man. a game and it takes, you know, the game like unable to install. This is out of date. So then you have to go update that driver, I'm with update you. that stuff. That's why I'm a console gamer. <clears throat> but here's the thing those kinds of problems are now surfacing on consoles, which is inexcusable. It's supposed to streamline. I, you cannot, not even on Xbox, can I put in a game and not have an update? Yeah. Yep. Right, Every right, right. A brand time. new game. I bought the WW13, yeah. put it in, and it was maybe three weeks since it had been released. If that. And even day one. Update. But, but you know what? You'll get that update, and then you'll get another update, and another update, yeah. and another update, and it happens over and over mm. and over and over. Well, it's the, it's the gotcha. programming scheme of these games now. They, they yeah, are they're not uh, they done. Are, they are releasing incomplete uh, games yeah. to adhere to a release schedule. Yep. So, and Which the mentality now is, yeah, the mentality is now it's fine as long as we release our, meet our release we'll date. Fix it in post. We'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's it. another. Thing. We'll send the patch out, and uh, it'll be live by the time the game there launches. Is, there's an argument to be made that it's great to be able to repair games that have a, an unseen flaw. This is down true. The run, down the line, that's great, but. For the most part, like I said, these things are coming out already knowledgeably incomplete. The publisher understands there's already inherent problems. They release it anyway with the thought that people will grab their update online. But there are some people who still don't get online mm-hmm. with their console. And yeah. so that is, in many ways, criminal. But it, yep. uh, I mean, it's also like that was one of the reasons I stopped putting iTunes on my computer as we were discussing this is update every, every time, time you turn, you turn it on your computer, oh, yeah. every time you had to update iTunes every time every freaking time yeah, yeah. if not multiple yep. times in a session of using my computer you're right yep. but no. I will say the update for the Xbox yeah incredibly fast oh, yes. compared Quick. to the PS3 oh yeah it's, it's that's why I still seconds. play Xbox without absolute rage that up, the longest that time the longest like 30 seconds maybe the longest the update I've ever had with the Xbox was like two minutes, but yeah. that I was mean, for like a full that, console update, right? Well, yeah. but it was it was after that, and then another game that that had a patch, and it was like it was like was, I popped the game in, and it was it was like multiple updates, like, like it the console still, updated, which actually went quick, um, and then I popped the game in, and the game needed an update, and so like the entire cycle though, mm-hmm. like from turning it on until finally getting to play the game was about two minutes, well, like it takes two full hours. minutes, but. <clears throat> In, in the grand scheme of things, that is fairly quick. It takes hours on the PlayStation, and I had put some personal information on my PlayStation, and I was like, and by, before I was 
done with it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I got to get this off of here. What do I got to do to reset and wipe the whole thing? 12 hours plus to reset to factory settings. Oh, my God. And, and clear what? the memory. Well, that's all these things, though. I mean, yeah. try to get rid of your Facebook no, but Page. I mean, but even just just a console is fourteen. It had to stay on, plugged in, and running at full capacity for fourteen hours to clear the hard drive and restore to factory settings. Yeah, staggering. Goodness, yeah. fourteen hours. Side note for the Xbox: Anyone here <clears throat> use YouTube on the Xbox? Not because rare. I do. Okay. Just Mike I do. does because I do, and I have to say the new user interface sucks oh it's bad i mean it is i've i've lost my i can't get into my favorites i can't create playlists i don't have mine do you have your synced up with your account online yes oh see i don't i haven't done the syncing because every time i get to that point i have to go and do the now go to your computer and do the thing i'm like well fucking i'm not doing it right now well no because i had it originally before we got the new uh the new console update when they Mm -hmm. updated the the dashboard it also changed the youtube interface oh, okay. i lost i lost all of my subscribed channels oh really <clears throat> yeah i do, do you, you have, have yours, on- you have yours synced up with your pc i did well i'm oh sin- you did I'm then and then reset did. it on there and then when it came back and oh. it, it signs and it signs in and everything i go to the accounts page and it sits there do you want to sign out because you are currently signed in it's all there do you have hmm. it on your have PC? you tried i can even go through my watch history have you signed out and signed back in uh, I may have. I don't know. Have you tried rejiggering it to realign accounts completely? Just act like it's a new initiation I haven't phase. tried that. Try that. Try uh, try signing out, mm-hmm. getting into the base model on the Xbox, and seeing, would you like to sync up your account to see if it gives you another code and if you can yeah. type it in and try it again? It really sucks. I mean, it's terrible, fine. yeah. Is it, it hasn't changed on your PC. It's just no, 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 going no, no, no. through the It's Xbox. just the Xbox. I don't watch YouTube on the PC. That's one of the things I love about Xbox. Yeah, it's great. I can watch 46-inch yeah. you know, size YouTube yeah, videos. It's really it's good quality cool, stuff. But I can't find... You know, well, you're looking for because I got my watch history, but all my all my likes, all my subscribes, huh, yeah. everything is gone. Try and, try and rejigger it that way. Undo it. Try and get a new code. Just so you know, that's not a word, but okay. Rejigger? <laughs> Rejigger. Yeah, oh, I beg to differ. Perfectly cromulent. That's not a word. Maria, <laughs> please rejigger my raisins. They are so cromulent. There's only one person who can do it. My seminal vesicles are filled with blood today. <laughs> seminal vesicles. That was a great band. <laughs> a seminal band, if you will. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, Very nice. Uh-huh. And by that, I mean of the native Pueblo people. <laughs> they were Seminoles. Get it? Indians! <laughs> Genie! The Pueblos <laughs> were not. Bottle! Seminoles. Feather not dot! What? <laughs> Boing! <laughs> American companies, not true. <laughs> American companies outsource jobs to places like China. Because they can hire people to do the same jobs their employees do for less money. One developer's job was outsourced last year, but it wasn't by his company. I heard about this. He did it himself. Someone hired a company in China to do his job for him and paid them a fraction of his salary. Oh, wow. While his bosses Come thought he was working, he was just screwing around online. 
The developer, identified only as Bob in the report, worked for a company that had a basic VPN system that used a two-factor authentication to give employees the ability to work from home. Along with standard login information, employees had to enter a number produced by an RSA secure ID key fob to sign on and do their work. Bob simply mailed his fob to the company in China so they could log in as him and do his work for him. In the, ti- in the time his bosses thought he was working, Bob spent time on Reddit, watching cat videos, checked out eBay listings, updated his Facebook and LinkedIn accounts. His bosses realized something was strange when they noticed that all of his logins coming were, were coming in from China. They came up with a very elaborate theory about what was happening involving malware initiating the VPN connection through a proxy that routed uh, routed the traffic to China and back to the company. The company asked Verizon, who handled their telecommunications service, to investigate, and they uncovered Bob's brilliant scheme. They also found out that not only was he outsourcing his job with the firm to China, but he even took additional developing jobs and outsourced them as well. He was earning hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and paying out about fifty thousand. Wow! Yep. All the while, he was acting. Uh, he was acing his performance reviews and was considered the best programmer in the building. He's doing what companies do. Yeah. 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 It's just. It's. It's just they don't get it. I mean, it's a brilliant thing to do. It's on a douchey his, thing to do on his side, but it is brilliant on his side. It's yeah. a brilliant thing to do, but it's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. How did well, they but react, the company, Todd? You know, well, honestly, it's a horrible thing that the companies do. And so in the same way, yeah. he is no better than them. Not at all. If not worse. In some ways. I think they're worse for sure. Well, let's, let's just look at it from another angle. Creating you know, that environment. The companies have set the example of what they want their employees to do. Yeah. So he simply is following the example that many of these giant corporations are are giving. I'm not saying it's right, but he's, but he's rest, following that example. What's the rest of the story, Todd? Because I want to know how they reacted and were there any other impli- uh, uh, consequences. The, the, the it, company doesn't share my uh, admiration for his actions. He no longer is employed by the yeah, company. No, okay, yeah. but that's you got a fire. Because, it was because, and you know what? I mean, I don't actually share your moral standing, uh, Luddite. I, got a fire I the guy subcontracted. Yep. He subcontracted his job and he got someone to do it for him. He aced his performance reviews so they got what they wanted for whatever he was supposed to do. So in in a, in a sense, I'm sort of like I mean, granted, there was no honesty there because they right. didn't know he was and, subcontracting. And, secu- and potential security issues. That's, that's I think that's the biggie. That's, I think, me, that's the biggie. I, I remember reading this that's article, and I believe that's what he actually got terminated for, was violation of the company's Probably security like policy. Probably like sending, sending because his fob. He sent, yeah, yeah. The fob. That, yeah. He sent the fob to, to China. He sent the fob to China. I, also, I mean, it's also one of those things. If you pay me $100 to build a bookshelf, and I pay some kid twenty bucks to build the bookshelf, and then I give it to you, and you give me a hundred dollars. That's subcontracting. Uh, if cool I look that? at that bookshelf and I said, "That's great, thank but you," you're much. telling me you wouldn't be upset if you found out later on. I'd be a little upset. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's but this why shit, would you be upset? That shit goes on all I the time. Just subcontracting. I'm just subcontracting. So you can understand how. Uh, well, I can understand uh, why they're upset, but it's I'm, nefarious. You know, be upfront about it and go, look, I got a kid that I have do all this work, and I'll be the middleman between you and the kid because I know which kid is the right kid. To, you know what I mean? That's different. Mm-hmm. That's me being upfront but about that's, it. But mm-hmm. that, that goes on in almost every job in the United States. It's the, it's the, it's the not being upfront There's about There's a friend it. of mine. Yeah. She does modeling occasionally. You know, like, like okay. they'll hire. Okay. Okay. No. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. 
Come on. Story time is over. All right. Paul. I've got this model, friend. Paul, Paul. Uh, what? Paul, it's a dog. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's a o- dog that poses. No, no, it poses no. for, uh, you know, like dog food commercials. Jeff's got a model, friend. I've got a Ferrari. Kirsten has a rocket ship. Torgo owns the sun. It's fine. It's fine. Go I right ahead. No, no, no. I don't have anything. Nope. Are you, are you done? You got a movie. Shut up. Huh? Are you done or can I finish my story? Go for it. <laughs> am I wait? Am I done or or can you finish your story? <laughs> I'm gonna say no to both of those. <laughs> At any rate, what about your model friend? So she does like you know you, they go to the clubs, they pass out like shots and so you know or whatever mm. the product that's being promoted. Um, she was telling me about like we were talking about something very similar to this and and how nefarious th- those things are and she's like yeah it's like fact uh, i stopped doing it because um come to find out that they're hiring like one person like an associate of hers Mm -hmm. to to do these things and they're paying her like let's just say for example like fifteen hundred dollars and then she's now responsible for getting x number of other girls and so she's paying it's like say three other girls a hundred bucks a piece to come do this thing. It's like, hey, it's only like three hours worth of work. Here's a hundred bucks. You know, you come in, you pass, you wear the outfit, you pass the stuff out. So it's it's the same kind of thing that's going on. She's pocketing $1,500. The company is, fi- is figuring that she's paying each but of the these girls. But the company also went up front and said, hey, we're paying you X amount of dollars to find three more sure. people. Sure. The company didn't <clears> say, <throat> hey, <throat> can you do this for me? And then she found someone else to do it for her. It's basically the uh, the temp market. But the that does happen line. as well. No, that does happen. It probably shouldn't. I mean, I understand. But I, it's not illegal I other than the fact that she's she's like calling this company up. At one point, this is how she found out. Is she's like, yeah, I didn't receive a, a W-2 yeah, or whatever, yeah. for doing this work. Did she I need to know for? about it on my taxes. And they're like. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, she didn't sign a W four. Then she well, if she was paid in cash, she needs to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. Her honesty I mean, ruined everything. I mean, part of it is uh, this country is a country of middlemen, and so there's that issue too. Well, it's the same thing. Like but if you talk all. about your public transportation in most cities, the reason why you have the dregs of society driving that public bus that's is a, because a, whoa whoa what have you seen wow. that bus? I associate myself excuse from the kind of 80s Jeff me? I just wow. want what everyone just to know here? what <laughs> wow. just happened you have you what wow. are you saying what are you saying I mean, holy mackerel the dregs of society drive the bus the dregs of society drive buses good wow. lord man bad enough anyone alright when the last time you were on a public bus get on a bus is so fucked now and did you not think wow where did they find this I guy i don't know look at no. that dreg of society no i look look at that hard-working motherfucker i don't envy his job yeah, what's that that's all i that say job. yeah or I that mean, woman yeah and i'm not saying he doesn't work hard but i'm just you're just saying he's a dreg and dregs hard-working dregs yes for the dregs <laughs> you go dregs what you're saying Bitter is dregs. that guy Bitter would be happy dregs. if a over here to do it for him no i'm saying that this guy is one of the the is part of, well, not part of the problem. <laughs> you got me, you got me so thrown off my train of thought. <laughs> the city. Don't worry, it's only been recorded. <laughs> the city says. Would you like a pick to help with that shovel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I even want to bother continuing. It's just apparently. Oh boy. I was just saying it's all the public transportation is subcontracted out. 
Well, oh, that's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. They 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 say oh, okay. here's By how way much of money the people we, who drive the bus on the tracks. They like, take bids. Well, from they various subcontract companies. to Dregs Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand what you're they saying. Say, we, we bought the buses. buses. We need drivers. Your transportation company give us a bid, and then they go and and take the lowest bid, and then typically yeah. that company will even subcontract it out again and. That's not Bring subcontracting. In. That's hiring people to do the job that you said you would find people to do the job for. It's no, it is still subcontracting. I mean, that's like because they sign a contract with this company to provide drivers, yes, and that company turns around and subcontracts it out to another company that actually hires the drivers, and so each company is taking a larger cut of what they're getting the well, city contract Well, that's just a middleman that's unnecessary. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, these drivers are making, you know, slightly more than minimum wage driving people around I doubt all day long. more than minimum wage. I bet they're, they're probably, you know, yeah, they probably are pretty yeah, close to minimum Well, they are the dregs of society after all. <laughs> that's right. They're that's, making dregs I mean, wage. But no, those, but for them, you know, Sadly, it's those, the only job they can get. Those kinds of jobs are why minimum wage exists. Why yeah. is it the only job they can get? Well... I can't speak for all cities, but I think many of them are unionized. A lot of the bu- yeah. uh, transit people? Yeah. 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 I would assume so. Probably yeah. not That's in Vegas. Probably having less and less. Maybe not in Vegas. Like I said, they, they're subcontracting out a lot of these jobs. Well, they'll, honestly, the only, all they, the only thing I can speak to on this that I actually have knowledge on is Hawaiian bus drivers. Bring uh, it on. Right? <laughs> I love that you know <laughs> yeah. this. And that, why the hell do you know? I don't even want to know why. Cool. The, 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 Hawaii, the Hawaiian public dress drivers make, uh, if I remember right, in like in the 30s per hour. Oh, okay. $30 Fair. per hour. And the private uh, bus drivers for the, the private tour companies yeah, yeah. are making around 10 Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, because they're unionized. Exactly. That's the difference. Union yeah. makes you strong. This, I mean, was, this, Chicago, was, this was told to me by one of my bus drivers in Hawaii. When I lived in Chicago for 10 years, I'd take the bus all the time. And those, I mean, those guys know what they're doing. Those yeah. Are good, they're good bus drivers. If they, mm. I mean, and there's always people that might be first the today on the too. job. Well, but but, but that, I, what, I, what I'm getting at is now there's not a lot of the unionizing because they're circumventing that by sub by contracting the city is is signing a contract with transportation companies and then they're subcontracting it out you have so beef you have it. beef with the companies the way they keep cutting and cutting and cutting all the way down until the bus drivers get hardly anything and these other companies have all taken a little bite right yeah. right and making but the money it, off the backs of the which drivers which is my issue they're the making money way. off the backs of the drivers yeah. and, and the backs of everybody yeah absolutely but to say that point you said the bus drivers are the, <laughs> the dregs of society, which is not what you meant, I don't think. I think I would say just the opposite. I would say he misspoke. I, th- I, don't, yes. I don't think you meant to say that. No, no I didn't. Ugly uh, Couch Show is a podcast of the people, ladies and gentlemen. We exactly. For the people, by the people. If you want to hear 80s Jeff's viewpoint, just tune in to that elitist NPR bullshit. <laughs> and, you know, all right? So, but here we believe in the worker. Here we are the dregs of society. We are, yes. I, every day. We I are the, the hard dreg. packed dregs every at the bottom I'm of hustling, the French hustling, press. Hustling, hustling, hustling. Wow. That was pretty descriptive. No, Thank I, you. It, it is an issue I have with the country, is the middleman. And that's it's the same thing. That's subcontracting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the, uh, the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer, and the middle class is slowly dissipating because mm-hmm. of those kinds of well, things. Well, this is the sick fuck thing. But People I, that are really good with moving money around and writing terrible contracts are making millions illegally and walking away scot-free yeah. every day. 
This well, and is, just like, but but the thing is, a lot of the times it's populism. not it's not illegally. They're moving the money around, and they're circ they're they're skirting the law, well, but they're not physically well, but, breaking but it. In many in many cases, at this not. point, at this point, they're skirting it so hard that they're pushing it to the point where new laws need that to be invented. Tastes like candy. Yeah, <laughs> it sure does. Because I, I started reading, this I've never, taste I have like candy. This tastes no, like bunghole. I haven't quite finished it, but I was reading the book uh, "All the Devils Are Here," and it's the book about the recession and how it all happened, and, mm-hmm. and the the pieces to make that happen were put in administration and put into law. 20 years ahead of time yeah and the but it was by bankers who were yeah. lobbying yeah. to the oh yeah the senators oh, to sure. put it in there and so it slowly became possible for them to break the law that existed 20 years ago but they've adjusted it enough that that's just it Glass the whole, legal, yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing with aig and funneling billions of drug dollars yes sure. and no one's getting penalized yeah. no one's penalized not even not penalized no it's not AI, it's, aig is the one that's suing because they thought they got a raw deal on the oh, bailout who's the, okay who's the, um, who's the company the one that's the, the bank uh, yeah, uh yeah. i find HBC. this incredibly HBC, interesting yeah. Yes, but this is not our podcast. Okay, no, <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's not you're our podcast. Right. Yeah, we kind of got off on so. It. So we're gonna go back into yeah, it. Just to <laughs> clarify, are we gonna yeah, edit no. all that? We don't think no. AIG was fun. Not at all. Drugs. No. Nope. That's okay. staying. All right. Great. <laughs> all right. So Why did we cut that. I don't know. <laughs> Short of calling hardworking people dregs society. <laughs> I don't think that was anything wrong. My God, we cut that. We got so much shit to cut. (laughs) I don't think anything was wrong about that except for that, you know? (laughs) Not even that. So Atari has filed for bankruptcy in the New York bankruptcy court. Yeah, I heard about this. And its assets will be sold off, according to GamesBeat. The uh, company, founded by Nolan Bushnell in 1972, will continue to operate during the bankruptcy proceedings. Within the next three months, uh, three to four months, uh, Atari plans to sell all of its assets in a sale free and clear under Section 363 of the Bankruptcy Code. The assets include the Atari brand logo and such iconic game franchises as Pong, Asteroids, Centipede, Missile Command, Battlezone, Tempest, Test Drive, among others. Coming soon to a cheap theater near you. <laughs> all of that. This was also partly a move to separate themselves from French yes. parent company. Um, this is true. Because used to be Infogrames. Now it's Atari something. That is right. They're a parent holding company, and they, uh, their future growth is uh, in the areas of digital and mobile games. Is what I mean, I, in all honesty, I can't remember the last time I saw anything Atari. Well, Atari actually has been. That was the, the expanded article that I read on this. Atari USA was actually making money, but like uh, actually what? they were they were profitable, but what, what because profitable the French with? parent company was making some questionable decisions, the company as a whole, yeah. Atari SG or something like that, because yeah. there's Atari of America and then there's the French parent company. So like all of the money that they were you know all the profits that they were Atari generating SA. here, uh, yeah. Atari USA was generating was going. To, to basically uh, underwrite all these yeah, poor so. dealings that the French parent company was making. Which was Who's the, the guy who took the reins a couple years ago? He used to be with Sony Online, Sony Entertainment of America. Oh, I don't know. He's a pretty big name. But I mean, what does and Atari took, still make? I don't Alf. know. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they, a, still, they, they had a couple compilations a couple years ago, and yeah. they had their label on. I'm trying to think what the last game I, I mean, played. short of like, here's our no, 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 20 no, no. greatest. I know, I know. There's, you know what I mean? what, I'm trying to think what the last Atari. Oh, oh, I'll tell you which one. Um, 
Well, the Ghostbusters was the publisher. Yeah. They were the publisher behind Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Oh, the, it was the probably game. the last big title mm-hmm. that they had a, they published. Yeah. Right. And then plus they've been releasing the smaller ones like the Pac-Man DX, uh, the Space Invaders special edition thing. They've they've been making a lot of now money off of mobile that's Namco. games. Uh the Pac-Man stuff? That's Namco. That's oh, Namco. you're right. God, what yeah. am I thinking? Yeah. But, uh, no, it's easy to get it confused. Atari USA has been making a lot of money off of mobile apps, i.e. like your the stuff you would download on Android, iOS, okay. etc. Uh, a lot of classic compilations like Asteroids and uh, yeah, I feel Centipede like and so forth they because they still own the license to yeah. that. So it's almost and all pure profit at this point. thing in the App Store for Apple where they you they have the Atari Arcade. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the only thing I've seen is that classic arcade that we all know and love and grew up but with. But they've been making money consistently oh, off yeah. of this. Yeah. They've yeah. been making profit, but, you know, parent companies... Which is great, because, in all honesty, all I things. assumed they were dead long ago, because, you know, I'm not... Enough. Oh, and they also license out the logo on, like, thousands of products. Yeah, so, sure. like, if you ever buy a, an Atari keychain or you buy, like, a, uh, a phone cover that's got the Atari logo yeah. on it, you know, that's well, licensed yeah, Atari, out. Atari is Atari, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Earlier this past week, the Obama administration issued a break in the freeze on congressional research into the effects of violent video games on children, suggesting $10 million be authorized to the Centers of Disease Control for that purpose. Part of his push for significant action on the country's gun control policy, uh, President Obama explained the call for research, quote, we don't benefit from ignorance, we don't benefit from not knowing the science, unquote. The move is the most public example of the 14th of Obama's 23 executive orders issued in addition to the legislation and signed this past Thursday that puts into effect a, quote, presidential memorandum on directing the Centers for Disease Control to research the causes and prevention of gun violence, unquote. The hotly contested and heavily protested action is a direct result of Vice President Joe Biden's meeting with the industry leaders on January 11th. Public health expert Sherilyn Olson, Texas A&M psychology professor Chris Ferguson also attended said meeting, which included the CEOs of the Entertainment Software Association, Electronic Arts, Activision Publishing, and Xenomax Media, as well as Patricia Vance of the ESRB and ex-Epix Games president Mike Capps. It was a lightning rod for debate within the gaming community. Typified by a controversial editorial from Gamasutra editor-in-chief Chris Graft, those against the summit claimed the issue already resolved, citing the Supreme Court's 2011 decision in favor of the Entertainment Merchants Association and the consumer rights inherent in the First Amendment. Other portions of the industry supporting the meeting, the Independent Games Development Association, sent an open letter to VP Biden declaring a willingness to work with the administration while alleging a lack of scientific correlation between gaming and behavior. Such insistence was reportedly the crux of the industry's argument to Biden, characterized by Ferguson as being, quote, a defensive posture. They wanted to emphasize the Supreme Court Court ruling over and over. Following the meeting, the Entertainment Software Association released a statement via joystick praising the actions taken by the White House, also insisting on a lack of scientific consensus in regards to video game violence. Gaming's place in the debate on gun violence began after comments from the head of the National Rifle Association, Wayne LaPierre, in the wake of the school shooting of Newtown, uh, Newtown, Connecticut. LaPierre referenced violent media as a whole, but isolated the games industry as, quote, callous, corrupt, and corrupting shadow industry that sells and sows violence against its own people, unquote. The characterization of the industry was emblematic in several pieces of legislation put forth in both national and state Congress. H.R. 287, uh, represented uh, by Joe Matheson, a Democrat from Utah, 
would make the ESRE ratings become legally binding, while Representative Diane Franklin, Republican from Missouri— uh, This inter- woman needs to be removed in- from Congress. Introduce a flat sin tax on mature-rated games in H.R. 157. At this time, neither has passed. And they that's won't good. pass because they're garbage legislation. And that's where being they're put up just so they can say something ridiculous to their ignorant constituents back home who show up at their rallies. Yeah, we did something for something you think we need to do. Exactly. If, if, if we did nothing if, for nothing. If it's if it's an honestly scientific uh, examination, I have full confidence sure. that it would turn up. What scientific ex, ex, well, ex, what ex, can there be? Well, well no, see, no, it's, no, it's, no, no. That's what I'm saying. They do a scientific study yeah. and say, yeah, no, there's no causation okay. between yeah. violent media which and may the very violence. Be, which may very Could well be, be why Obama's put it out there. He's like, let's Maybe. just well, he's finish the a, debate. Yeah. Let's end the debate. You keep saying we that need would scientific be nice. proof. That would be nice. Let's have scientific proof. I find it interesting that the center of disease control, as though it's a disease. Well, that's what I think it, it's because well, if, but if the CDC puts out a a report that says there is no correlation between violence in video games, media, and real-life violent acts, that would be the definitive study. I mean, that would be... I mean, because there's been several studies already done and have clearly said there is no connection between violent video games and real-world sure, violence. No well, making and, people violent. And, I mean, and while they have been matter. true scientific studies... They aren't a federal government They, are, they aren't, you know, a, a federal department. research right. arm that would yeah. say, this is it. And so, so I this, think if the, the CDC is the only one of... The, like, it would be the FFC or the FCC or... No, the, no, no, no. The CDC is the type that does the research. And it's, yeah. it's so strange. There was already this really interesting piece, uh, this bit of research that I read up, uh, on um, about the guys who control the drones that go out on the the drone strikes. It's yeah. rough for so, them. Rough for them. Very rough. So, I mean, they are essentially controlling a video game, basically. Yeah, in, yeah. Fact, in fact, video game generation is actually attributed to the success in training precisely. them to operate They have the, the grand hand-eye coordination required to drive a tiny plane into a target in a foreign have land. Have a feel for Halfway controls, etc. Remote yes. control, that kind of thing. But... This goes to show the human brain, even in that situation, can differentiate between real life and a video game. They still feel the consequences of these real actions behind these quote-unquote virtual... Because it's, it's, it's virtual, but it's real, what they're yeah. doing. And these guys go home after a day of work. You know, Some of these guys actually go home to their families yeah. at the end of the day with straight-up symptoms of PTSD. Because they have been blowing people up remotely yeah. they all day long. They push a button and suddenly yeah. 100 people are dead. You don't experience PTSD from Mario Kart. You don't experience PTSD from Call of Duty. No. Because your brain realizes and recognizes it's not real violence. It is virtual. It is not really happening. They're actually it can be saying, realistic, but it's, been, not, it's realistic, yeah. there but there's some, not it's consequences. Not yeah. There have been some studies that are saying these guys are doing the drone thing and then coming home every night to their wife and kids or husband and kids or whatever it is, that they're having it's actually harder on them sure. emotionally, mentally, and physically than actually just constantly always being at war because here you're at war from nine to five or whatever the, the sure hours, disconnect, and yeah. then you're not at war, you're at sure. home their brain and their body can't make sense of it because 
They know it's real. I know how right. hard it is to get up to go to work some days. Yeah. How hard is it to get up to go to war? Yeah. Exactly. You are laying home. next to your mm-hmm. wife. I mean, as you hard have as to it go, is, you could stay in bed or not, go to war. You're not going to be in danger. As hard as it not is, not real danger. You are not going yeah. to be in any danger. No. Yeah. But your brain is. But so they're saying, yeah, as hard as people. it is to be at war and separated, mm-hmm. it's be, they're they're thinking it might actually be harder. Yeah. To be at war and not be separated. It, it was because really, the separation helps you stay. Helps, helps your, you compartmentalize what's going on. Helps your body and your mind do what it needs to do to survive yeah. right. in such a right. situation. Unless you compartmentalize and put yeah. that stuff in a place yeah. where it, it must well, stay. Well, I think, I think, and I think that's actually that's actually a very good, a very good point. The mm-hmm. the, the whole drone thing, uh, yeah. connection. I just watched Bill Maher season premiere this yeah. season, and the motherfucker actually went off on violent video games. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And, what? And for, I know, for, yes. for a guy who always seems to say, just look at the facts. Let's be rational. I'm a rational atheist. I go on the evidence. And, and he was and then, totally... And not, and not only that, but the guy on the panel counter saying, well, there's studies that have said... A Republican! A Republican! Yeah. Said, well, Republican studies like, say that there's no, no correlation <clears throat> or causation in this. And, he, and Bill said, I know what I feel. Great. Yes, I know what I feel. Yes, usually jump on that wow. is Some, that yeah, is something that he would what absolutely. What happened to him? Yes, yeah. he yeah. crossed yeah. out. It, it, it did he find my God? It, I was very. Clearly it's an issue. Very he must have found sad. God, man. I it's was, clearly an issue that hits to his. Core I was somehow. very, very Why? sad when I when I saw that. I was just. I was. He's I, just. He's just. I was rate, rating mongering. He's just looking. I was well, appalled. We mentioned him. Yeah. Well. Exactly. Well. And back to my point, though, is that. If we get some studies on this to actually show that, because how how many video games are bigger than sports and movies combined? Yeah, right. They're the that form big, of entertainment, and, I'll, and I'll go even beyond that. Video games are bigger than the U.S. and yeah, and how many millions of U.S. people play video games with violent content? Do we have any idea of user? Are we going to say in the millions, though? Easily. Oh, easily if in the it, millions. If video games do produce violence, make you violence, wouldn't it... Wouldn't the, you see those wouldn't statistics? Wouldn't the country be yeah. in flames? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. In Chicago, they yeah. had 500 murders, and they were gangbangers, and I'll bet you anything, a lot of them played video games. I'll bet yes. fewer than you think. Yes. Because well, they haven't had the money to no, afford no. them. Yeah. yeah. One well, of the well, arguments in the they, book, Grand Theft Auto goes to support that saying that Grand Theft Childhood, right? That that thank you, Grand Theft Childhood. That when you're talking about the youth of today, and we're talking about youth from you know teenagers all the way to, you know, thirties, that they grew up playing video games. If you don't play video games, you are different from everybody else. But as interesting as all this is, I'm afraid we have to stop the cast. We're, it's, we're about to hit our our limits as far as how much this hard drive will hold, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. So, so, and, so. and there you have it. The ending, abrupt ending of episode 174. So thank you so much for joining us as you do every week. And, and thank you for your continued support of our crazy show. And uh, once again, don't forget, join us at the Palms next Wednesday for Wins A Lot, uh, directed by Adam, uh, starring me. And we hope to see you there. And on behalf of the famous Paul, 80s Jeff, Commander K, and Captain Luddite, and myself, Master Torgo, we will talk to you next week in Geek. Bye, everybody. <laughs>